got the hiccups. Make it stop! Why don't it stop? Doesn't matter, nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Oh my god. It was Who gets hiccups from chicken? I just must be a COVID side effect, am I right? How you guys doing? What's up? Welcome back. Hope you had a great weekend or had some kind of a weekend. I swear, I need to. I need them now more than I did when I was in the army. More difficult to deal with this than it was to live in the infantry. In wartime. In wartime. Tabs are all screwed up. Alright. One of these days I'll figure it out my own. But it's not today. Oh, I wish I was numb. Give me some Novocaine for my fucking brain. I don't even know if it's my brain. I feel like my soul would still hurt. I feel like that would probably be an issue. I've been doing some reading and research and learning and, you know, finding a lot of interesting stuff about, uh, you know, your ancestry, genealogy, blood memory, all of that kind of stuff. Very cool, very interesting, and uh, very real, I think. I think it's a, it's a suppressed history for, it's a suppressed science for a reason. Uh, but Brooker T, what is going on in this picture? Brooker, what are you up to? He looks like he's wearing. I can't tell. These avatars are so small. It just looks like some kind of strange camouflage. But he could be. He could be Hamas. I don't know what he's doing. Um, <laughs> thanks for the find your friends movement. He says. I spent the weekend bear hunting with a group of dags, and we had a great time together. One was on her first hunt, so we were able to share some skills, laughs, and experience. Cheers. That's great. I'd love to hear it. Like to see it. Good for you. That's um, yeah. That's where. That's what we we did. Uh, that was one of the first things we decided to do. I said, if, if it comes up, I'll mention it. But if it doesn't come up, there's no point in mentioning it. But I'll, I guess it's it's sort of in a roundabout way come up through, through Brooker's, uh, or Brooker, sorry, Brooker's uh, message here. Um, just a second before I all get back to that. Andre uh, says, spoon of peanut butter gets rid of hiccups. It does, actually. I've been using that hack for years, but it's far away from me and there's nothing to do about it now. Honey, I think, might also work. Um, Simon Dubillet says, uh, Oh, I still have him. Uh, rooting for Putin. He might be dying. I'll, we'll get into that. Uh, free Palestine. We will settle business. He will settle business. Well, we'll see. Slava Russia. Slava Ru- how, how does How do Russians pronounce Russia? Is Russia. Russia, I think, right? And a lot of the Europeans, the Germans used to call them the Rus as like a slang slang term. World War II, Rus. So like. That's how they say it. Where, how do we get Russia? You know what I mean? Where are you from, sir? Russia. Russia. Like, no, I did not say Russia. I said Russia. Like, oh, Russia. I don't know. We always fuck everything up. <laughs> They'll never figure it out. Put a U in there. Or put a put extra, I don't know, S's or 
just fuck it up, you know, just just be completely haphazard with it. Uh, all right. Well, what else is going on? We're still on this other YouTube channel. Still lot hasn't banned me yet. That's surprising, man. They must have forgot about this one. <laughs> it's only tiny. It's only got like a thousand subs or something. So, yeah, they don't care about that one. They don't care about that one. Um, what's going on there? Oh, okay. First time chat. Is that why? I very rarely check any of these other chats. The, the ones I primarily pay attention to: Entropy, Rumble, and uh, Odyssey. Because, well, they pay me, and uh, I need that to you know keep the lights on, this, the, which are only small, tiny red lights. That's very. That's all I can afford. We're in Canada, and everything's very expensive. This isn't like a tactical decision. This is just this is red light consumes less energy, so it, like we're poor. You know, we're poor, so that's what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Salam Habibis, he says. We're all Palestinian now. Somebody else said in there in the twist chat. Yes. Yes, we are. Or we're all going to be if they have their way sooner or later. My Habibis. Uh, synthetics is salutations. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So uh, to what Brooker was saying, he says, uh, thanks for the find your friends movement. Yeah. Because initially it was pretty clear that after the uh, lockdown stuff started, this was this was the new normal, and uh, everyone had been through varying degrees of not even varying degrees, varying or variable mechanism. It doesn't matter. Through many other different ways, people were ripped out of their social circles, uh, divisions through their families, and and so on. And then the whole lockdown, stay home, stay safe, all this crap. People became very uh, isolated, and. Um, you know, kind of just stay home and st- stay in the pod and, you know, die. And uh, when you're just being fed a constant fire hose stream of bullshit from your television, um, you'll think, you know, you'll believe all of these things. And it became very clear that people were really dying for that kind of human uh, connection to not just somebody, but like their people. Who are their people? What 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 are they? What You know, what's going on? Um, and that's been spurned on by this, uh, well, crisis situation. Um, these stressful, you know, people are, you know, stressful times. People are stressed out. They get worried. They get, uh, they get to imagining things and they start to, you know, oh, gee, they realize instinctively, correctly, me on my own is bad when things are dangerous. When there's dangerous times, uh, you need, you need your, you need the homies. You can't be running around the world on your own. All right. In certain, uh, in certain environments. But when things are going really well, things are great. You know, it's very safe, very, you know, land of plenty. There's enough room for everyone. Like, there's no problem. Why, you know, no chill out. Who cares? You know, there's no need for any of that kind of, you know, you don't need to. Um, ironically, that's what, <laughs> ironically, those days, um, we had groups of men connected in their communities working together. They knew who each other were. They knew, you know, they knew each other's families. They looked out for each other. As a team, as a tribe, as a community, a town, a city, a, whatever it was, there you know we had a lot of these things. We had the Lions Club, we had the Kingsman Club, we had all these different things, all these different men's organizations, and um, you know those times when we had much tighter networked, you know, in-person communities, uh, they were functioning a lot healthier than they are now. That needs to change. So we need to. I think we need to go back to that. So the find your friends uh, was one thing. People needed that that real connection they needed that you know you need your people we're not built to be living by ourselves in pods looking at screens all day that's not what we're we're never we've never lived this way we're not supposed to live this way it's not in congruence with our life as a human it's just not normal or healthy right so to be uh healthy and fulfilled you need you need your peer group you need that you need your tribe and everybody deserves that and to deprive somebody of that i think is a criminal act i think that's disgusting and crazy so that's one thing. Um, but um, there's, there's, you know, 
definitely that void. You know, I've heard that from a lot of different guys over the years and um, that kind of old school, uh, you know, men's club organization that, you know, that serves its own interests, advance its own interests and, you know, acts on behalf of the interests of its members and its people and its group and so on. Uh, those types of, we don't have anything like that. If you look around guys, everybody else does, but we don't. <laughs> so that, um, that's as, as much as I'll say about it for now, but, uh, there are, there are, there's things being worked, looked at and, uh, you know, talked about and discussed. And when, when there's, when there's more, to, when there's more to say, I'll let you know. Um, but uh, sit tight. Things like this, you know, everybody wants an instant fix. Everybody, who do I vote for? Voting is fake and gay. It's pointless. Uh, who do I, what button do I press? What what post do I share on social media? What instant, you know, just add water, 15-minute coffee solution is there for me to make all of this go away? Well, you can't, and that's impossible. And it's it's just, you're talking about, you know, not just stopping the train, but reversing it entirely. This is going to take a very long time. This is going to take a lot of effort from a lot of people over many years to correct because it took that kind of effort to bring us here. And a lack of that kind of effort, um, it didn't exist. So it was, it was able to, it was able to continue. So unless we're, you know, pushing back in the same kind of manner, we're not going to get anywhere. So it's like, this is, um, it's not going to be, oh, maybe by the spring, maybe by, the, maybe in 10 to 15 years, if we're successful, uh, we'll have enough of a kind of a cultural block, um, you know, lobby presence, whatever you want to call it, to, um, you know, protect our interests to a degree that we don't get, uh, you know, eliminated and just shoved right into the fucking sea uh, like is happening to the Palestinians. Because that's that's what happens when you when you don't uh, when you get atomized and separated from everybody like that. And eventually everybody gangs up on you and then everyone's looking around for somebody to come and protect them. No one's going to do that. So, <clears throat> to be continued. Madam Breezy says, extreme Diaga hike this Sunday. Extreme? Why is my nose always so itchy? God damn it. Every time we get out of the shower, there's something about the water in this town. It's the water. That's what it is. Every time Morgan's here, too, we're both just itch, like, ah, something, something with the water. They're trying to, Massad's putting something in the water. They're trying to, you know, drive me insane through every, it's full of, you know, tiny mites, nanobots. I don't know what's going on. Uh, anyway, Breezy says, uh, Sunday at 11 a.m., check Empire for details. I won't read a book. I'll never do it. T.me slash Diagalon Prime. Speaking of uh, what Brooker mentioned earlier, if you haven't found your friends, maybe you should. That's a, that's a good place to look. Uh, that's the kind of the main hub of the community here online nationally. There's different pages for different provinces, whatever. Go in there and see if you can find somebody nearby, meet up for coffee, whatever it is you're into or do or, you know. Uh, go nuts. Ah, but there's police in there. Why are you doing anything illegal? You shouldn't be. That's how they get you, okay? Let them. I don't give a shit. That's why it's out in public. It's been this way the whole fucking time. That's why they've not been able to make anything stick on anybody. Uh, despite their best efforts, despite their, you know, politically engaged minds where, you know, their masters are telling them to go after certain people because, you know, they hurt the wrong people's feelings. Despite that, they still haven't been able to quite nail anything down. Uh, Camby says, can't stay? Well, you bitch. Uh, but she says, but I wanted to say, can you imagine Lanceman trying to appease the appetite of ham legs? She says, I bet you could smell it down the hallway. That's really gross. That's, see, I said, I ate the chicken. I mean, I don't know. It's down there, but it might come back up. 
That's really no. That's really gross. I don't know why you would. No, not yum. Ghost Rider. That's not yum. It's very disturbing. <laughs> don't skip the gym. Somebody said I want to skip the gym to listen to this. Don't do that. It's it's on replay. You can always listen to it. Late. Listen to it after the gym. Download it and listen to it there. So that's always more important. None of this. Uh, where are we? Littlefoot has been watching Europa. What an experience. Yeah, there is a lot of information in that you've never seen before. I'm pretty sure you've either seen it or you have no idea what I'm talking about. Somebody asked me about this the other day. Um, it's crazy. A lot of this information is starting to just proliferate. And, uh, you know, people are just kind of like, oh, yeah, just check this out. You can't just cold. You can't, you can't just cold drop that on somebody. Like the most banned information. Like no, 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 no. You can't. You can't just give that to somebody. They have to be kind of ready to be that open-minded and accepting of this kind of to, to at least just entertain it and think about it. Because if you do that, you're you know, there's a risk you may have a mental breakdown. There's a risk you might go crazy. You might throw up. You might. Uh, I'm not kidding. It's not a joke. <laughs> you know. Oh, how bad could it be? Uh, okay, again, mental breakdown, uh, you know, quit your job, you know, you become a drug addict, like you might just hit the, you might immediately start drinking and not stop for a year. I'm not kidding. It's real, it's real bad. Okay. So it's like, if you're going to, you're going to go down that road, you'd better be ready for some, some to add, to look at some really, really difficult uh, information that, that'll almost definitely challenge your worldview to a uh, frightening level. And uh, not everybody does well with it. <laughs> not everybody can. Not everybody can. You know, be in the presence of information that completely contradicts their worldview, and mentally, you know, survive that without some kind of extreme reaction, mental breakdown, psychotic episode. Um, you know. <laughs> anyway. It's uh, good luck, little foot. I believe in you. Frank Max says, some people need the Lord. You, my friend, need basement Jesus down there. <laughs> no more Jesuses. Oh, my God. I thought Zio Jesus was enough. And everybody, like, he's horrible. You're not supposed to like him. He's terrible. He's the current representation of mainstream Christianity, which is kill everyone that disagrees with me, slaughter children, burn them, bomb them alive. I don't care. The Jews are chosen. They can do whatever they want. They're better than everybody. Their lives are more important. And if we all have to die so Jewish people do well, then that's what we'll do. Because apparently somewhere at some point in the Bible it says that. I didn't read that in there, but apparently it does. According to the uh, multi-millionaire grifting Catholic preachers that are flying around in jets in their giant mega churches preaching all kinds of crazy nonsense about how we have to fucking... Constantly fight wars for. I mean, they've destroyed America. You understand this? There were you were worse. So I've I've over the year, last couple of years especially, just because that was that was the talk of the day, right? The media. Why is the media lying so much? All the COVID stuff. And people want to blame the politicians, and and you should. They are disgusting monsters and traitors, and uh, they got rich on killing people. So. They're, they're not, um, I don't consider them worthy of human dignity. I, I consider politicians like basically not really a life form. They're more of just like a kind of a shambling, like a goblin with a suit on, you know, it like you've taken a really disgusting monster and put, you know, put lipstick on it and, oh, isn't it great? But what's worse than them is the media because without the media, any of their schemes, you know, wouldn't be possible. If the media had just been like, well, wait a minute now, and, you know, asked basic questions, 
none of this would have gotten off the ground. But they ran cover. They took the money. They said, yes, sir. They kissed the ring. They bent over. Any dissenting voices were silenced and fired. And not just in the media, but politics too. But again, they can scheme and maneuver and try all the shit they want all day long. But if the media wasn't running cover for them, none of it ever would have happened. So who's who's the uh, the most... If you have to remove one of those two things from that power dynamic and you know rescue yourselves, which one is it? You can only pick one. The correct answer is the media. That's what has to be removed, destroyed, bypassed, fixed, replaced, whatever. And then that would you know correct the rest of it because everyone would be shocked and horrified at the level of incompetence, buffoonery, and treason going on. But we don't because they just give you cookie-cutter stories about whatever's hot right now and whatever clickbait right now and here's the new drama today and all the fucking childish good horse shit that passes for news. So they're worse. And that's basically the same. That's the mirror image of, um, um, of uh, Christian Zionists. You're the same thing. Because none of this would have is it 20 years of warfare. Millions of people dead. Not to mention most of all of our soldiers that have gotten killed. The bankruptcy of our nations, the destruction through multiculturalism, what does Henrik call it? Ethnic pollution. The multiculturalism that's destroyed the social unity and fabric of the country, bankrupted us, we're trillions of dollars in debt. All, all of this began, really kicked off. I mean, we were, it was something, but we could have managed it. But after 9-11, dude, no. And we had to do it. We had to slava. We had to smash every country, destroy everything, do everything the Israelis told us to do. Everybody the Jews were mad at, we had to kill them and kill all of them. At our expense, with our troops and our blood and our money, zero Israeli battalions fought in Libya, Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Somalia, fucking anywhere. Absolutely nowhere. Zero Israeli dollars went into any of these missions. None of it went to Ukraine. There was no Israeli air missions flown anywhere in the Strait of Hormuz, in the Red Sea, in Libya, in Iraq, Afghan, in anywhere at any point in time. But there are best friends... Oh, yes. We just had to destroy our countries and mortgage the future of our children and their children because Magic Book said, you know, Daddy Sky Jesus needs all of the brown people destroyed so that Magic Special people can live in a certain right geography. Otherwise, God will be helpless. He's only the creator of the universe and all things. But listen, if guys, if people aren't living in the right exact spots, what is God supposed to do? It, like, come on, man. You're not even in the right house. I put you in a different house, and you're supposed to be here, and you're there. Oh, it's all, I mean, you guys got to fix this. You know, God's essentially, he can't do anything. He's totally on the bench until everybody's living in the right spot. You're not, you're not on the right magic dirt yet. I know I created the whole fucking universe, the whole earth, all of the, all of the tree, every landmass, all of it. But I really only care about this Pacific Hill, though, this specific one is really fucking important to me, creator of all things. And, you know, I need, and I can't do anything about this. I could just wave my hand, and but I won't. It's more, it, I need this convoluted fucking game of mousetrap where the red cow dies and it falls over and hits a ball and it rolls down a hill which blows up a special building and the debris lands on certain people who get scattered off to another part of the board which move other people to fight these people and then a big cage comes down and it closes on top of the dome of the rock and then yay Israel yeah god he, he, all of this has to happen first Am I supposed to respect people like people that think like this? And you, are you? Am I supposed to respect you? You essentially believe in the Marvel movies as like this is how we're going to live our lives based on what I saw 
in a fucking Marvel movie. Oh, we can't because then Loki will have the special scepter and then we won't be able to get any more cheese. Yeah, okay. If there's one thing... I can I can be pretty sure of it's like what's going to happen is going to happen. I, I don't care how much you pray. I don't care none of that. There's a lot of people that did lots of hard, really devout people too, did lots of hard praying in Afghanistan and Iraq for Allah and to, you know. And you know what happened? They died like everybody else. Lots of our guys too did lot. And you know what? It's almost like the affairs of men is between them, and it's like. You're going to do what you're going to do. I, I'm pretty fucking sure, and many, many people throughout history all have decided that, you know what, I'm able to do this because God said so. God picked me, and he told me specifically, so you all have to... Yeah, that, that excuse has been run like a hundred times already, and it's never been true even once. It's never been true. You would think an army supported by God himself would be... Um, Jeez, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, you know, invincible, indestructible, would never lose a battle ever because it's literally God's will. He's using these people. I've given them, I've imbued them with, you know, foresight and intelligence and cunning and everything they'll need. They're always going to be in the right place. They're always going to have the best luck. They're always, they just can't be beaten. It's like, oh, and when you were about to beat them, a fucking hurricane rolled through out of nowhere and right, like Jesus, you can't stop them. You know, right? It just doesn't ever happen. No matter how hard you want it to be. And the people that believe this, that believe that version of cotton candy reality, where if you just pray and we just... Yeah, that doesn't work out for people that live in, like, you know, uh, Gaza right now. Does it? Oh, but they're not Christians. Is that it? So they don't deserve to live? Well, what about the Christians they killed? Here they are having a funeral. You know, Oh, did you not know there's lots of Christians in, in Palestine? Well, there's less now. There's, uh, looks like, I don't know, 50 or 60 bodies here, but. Actually, they bombed, they were in a church, and the Israelis bombed the church and killed. So, you know, what's, what happened there? What was, did they not, did they not pray? Oh, they are, maybe they didn't Zio Jesus enough. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's why this had to happen, because, oh, they didn't pray enough. Oh, so fuck all, like, these are children. You see the size of these body bags? Fuck those kids because they didn't pray enough. Can you take your fucking stupid book and put it away? Okay? This is this is where this goes. You gonna fucking wake up and join us in reality here? Or are you just gonna... There he is. Oh, there's Zio. There, you see his picture? He's real pumped. I can tell he's happy. That's what God wants. I read it in the book. Yeah. Okay. And who told you this? The guy with the billion dollar mega church and the jet planes and all of that? Really? Or is it the other church in Rome that's got the secret library in the basement of all the world's knowledge that it's like hiding from everyone? The walled in city that is literally made of fucking gold? Because here's something else. Like I'm, I'm really sure. I'm really sure. I read this. There's not even supposed to be like churches and buildings. And none of, there's not supposed to be a pope. There was nothing in there about popes and succession of popes and popery and any popeness. There's supposed to be no popery. No, no poping. So next time, guys, when you're doing the magic book, you got to stipulate no poping. 
There'll be no poping. There was just the disciples were supposed to spread the word, right? That's what they were doing, traveling around and... And then somehow we went from that to, you know what, I think we need I think we need guys in gilded robes in golden cities with lots of money and power and wielding influence all over. That's what I think that's what God wants. I think so. I think that's what he's got to do. I think we need popes. <laughs> the mental gymnastics that people do sometimes to just, you know, allow insane behavior. Because I don't care what way you cut it. These people are still dead. And you cheered it on. You cheered on the death of children. That's what happened. I don't care what excuse you have. I don't care what story you're going to spin, what kind of tale you have about what happened thousands of years ago that justified these little kids being murdered today. I really don't fucking care because that's not an excuse anywhere in the fucking world unless you're Jewish. They can do this. If any other country, any other people in the world were doing this, we would already have removed them. They would already have been blitzed into oblivion. Weeks of the... It is now October 23rd. We're on week three of Kill All the Children. By the way, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. And are we up to 10,000 dead yet? Civilians? Oh, but it, oh no. Oh, but a bunch of re, a bunch of excuses. Oh, oh shit, sorry. I didn't realize you had a bunch of magic, excu- excuses about magic powers. And thousands of years ago, and special hats, and special rocks, and special buildings, and talking animals, and fuck, um, fuck off. <laughs> okay? Fuck off with all of that. All right? Uh, you're fucking slaughtering people. You're insane. You you don't need to talk anymore, okay? You need to be on pills or in a straitjacket or some shit. And I wonder if this had anything to do with it. This is from June, 18th of June of this year. Netanyahu has given full authority to this guy, Smotrich, to expand the settlements. Expand the settlement. Remember those videos I showed you, the guy's marching everybody out of their homes at gunpoint and they're like laughing about it they're like ah we chase them out with flamethrowers yeah that's this that's set- settlement settlement that means taking palestinian territory bulldozing it kicking them all out putting your people there and saying it's yours now the settlement it's called conquest that's what they're doing that is what's happening that is what has been happening for many many years that's why this these maps exist that they say, oh, this is anti-Semitic. I don't care what your excuse is. So settlements, more settlements, more settlements, way more settlements. And like, that's a lot of settlements. Now we're going to have more settlements. It's not colonizing. It's not ethnic cleansing. It's not, gen- it's, it's settlements. You know, it's a, it's a benign neutral word that doesn't really alarm anyone and doesn't really do justice to the reality on the ground is that soldiers are marching people out of their, eth- out of their ancestral homes uh, at, with flamethrowers. And if they don't leave, they just kill them, by the way. Um, so, you know, keep the keep the settlements going. There he is. He looks like a nice guy. In the West Bank, too, where there is no Hamas, but there is hundreds of people being killed over there, too. 
But we stand with and we slava, don't we? And uh, this isn't this isn't good news. Um, I'm going to refresh this. I don't think I've. It's not being really widely reported because it's going to be. I mean, how do you verify anything like this? How do you really know for sure what's true? At, at something this level, you're never going to know. I will say this though. He has not looked well the last year I've seen him. See, this is an old picture of Putin. You see how he looks? This is probably, this picture is probably, I don't know, five years old at least, maybe seven. Oh, now it's gone. He doesn't look like that right now. He looks much more gaunt and, uh, or not, like, look, there it is. See how much fatter and, like, his face is kind of swollen and, and he's always got a lot of makeup on. You can tell how. Or he's he's orange man. He's being orange man right now. He's got a lot of this stuff on. See how the back of his neck is a totally different color than the rest of his face. He's all pale and I don't know. He just doesn't see. He's not been in the news much or in in front of a camera much lately. In the last year or so. That could be security. Re- There's been a couple of assassination attempts on him, obviously. Um, but according to Sky News out of Australia, they are hearing that he may have suffered a heart attack over the weekend. Which would he's 71 years old, which is. Is this true? Is it not true? Who the hell knows? Is it misinformation? Did the Russians put it out there on purpose just to fuck with you? They would. They're not dumb. That's the thing with the Russians. You could never be sure. Whatever they say or do anything, you're always like, I don't know, man. They could have just put this out here for other reasons we don't yet understand that aren't clear yet. They're saying, oh, it leaked out. Did it leak out? Did it not? Is it true? Isn't it? Who the hell knows? I do know that if 71-year-old Vladimir Putin were to go down, though, that would be very bad for global stability. That power vacuum would not be good. And uh, whoever would be taking the reins of Russia, I would assume Medvedev. uh, I don't know. I don't recall. I don't remember a lot about that guy. But, I mean, (laughs) you're not exactly exactly being handed off a birthday cake, you know? You're you're walking into – nobody is – nobody wants that job, I don't think, right now. So, and, uh, you know, they're going to be at each, th- at each other's throats and killing each other and, you know, trying to, uh, it's Russia. All right. I'm sure they'll have elections because they have to keep up these facades like everyone does, but none of that's real. Um, you know, it's just a, you know, there'll be a power struggle in a power vacuum and, uh, we'll see what happens. Overseas, right. And there are unverified reports this morning that Russia's president, Vladimir Putin has suffered a suspected cardiac arrest. A telegram channel run by a former Kremlin insider has reported the alleged incident. Yeah, see? Former Kremlin insider. Whose team is he really on? We'll never fucking know. Which claimed the Russian leader was found by guards on the floor of the bedroom rolling his eyes. The channel regularly posts reports. No, he... Oh, no, I know what happened. He just had a phone call from from Biden, probably, and he had a stroke. I, I do that almost every day. I'm on the floor of my bedroom rolling my eyes, convulsing literally every few hours. Ask Morgan. No, he's not dying. Okay, my bad. False alarm. He's not dying. He just fucking can't take much more of this shit. That's all it is. He's just ready to flip out. <laughs> he's ready to fucking snap. That's all that is. I don't blame him. They're accusing... The United States of stoking an escalation. Yes, this is a massive escalation. This isn't a de-escalation. Well, I mean... I guess they have to. If you're the United States... If you don't send multiple aircraft carriers to really threaten everybody to calm the fuck down, 
why would they, right? So, I mean, it's almost, they've almost... I mean, this is the problem. This is when you get married to these fucking... These people. Uh, Russia's accusing him of escalations. Uh, Lavrov, was the foreign minister, said that uh, during a meeting in Iran, the more a state takes this kind of proactive measures, the greater the risk, the greater of an escalation of the conflict. Which is true. Uh, he says there are red lights flashing everywhere, a U.S. official told uh, CNN... At this point, Iran appears to be encouraging the groups rather than explicitly directing them. <laughs> so, like, they just want to—they just want to blame them so they can bomb Iran. All right, that's where I would be. You know, speaking of praying, this would be the time to pray if you're in Iran. Okay, it could be all—it could—it could be on any moment, anytime, and they want you guys bad. You're the last one on the list. Imagine being on that list. It's always finishing off Iran. The Wesley Clark clip. Watching everybody else, boom, 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 boom. Hey, Iraq, boom. Hey, Libya, boom. Hi, Yemen, boom. Hey, boom. Syria, boom. Oh, it's getting lonely out here. Yeah. And you're next. Um, National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said there's a very direct connection between these groups and the yeah. U.S. is deeply concerned about the potential. We're gateway concerned. Yeah, you definitely want one to happen. Um, is there a time to see you as supporting the hostages for a ceasefire deal? Why did you? Again, we should have a ceasefire. Not a ceasefire, we should have no hostages released. And then we can talk. What? What did he say? I'm not even going to try. We should have a ceasefire, not a ceasefire. We should have those hostages released and then we can talk. This is, this is why Putin had a stroke. He tried to talk to him and it was just like impossible. I'm asking simple question. If uh, you're going to send the carriers or you're not. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big deal. I used to, I was been on an aircraft carrier many times. One time there was crabs. There was a crab in a bucket on the floor, on the deck. And I, and I ran out to kick it as far as I could. But I accidentally, I fell. I fell in. I fell into a stealth bomber. And I flew around the world. I flew around the world. It was amazing. I cannot have a reasonable, what are you talking about? And then he just hangs up and, ah! and they run in and they go, oh no, Putin's having a heart attack. And he's like, no, net. I cannot have more conversations with this man. I my brain will melt and funnel through my nose in liquid, disgusting, stinky form. I cannot have this. I cannot talk to him anymore. <laughs> Rips the phone cord right out of the wall. Putin's in a violent tirade again. Like he's clearly out of his mind. Yes, he's the one that's out of his mind. <laughs> They're Frank Grimesing Putin, pretty much. That's my that's that's my estimate. We'll just we'll just be completely insufferably stupid until he goes crazy. It's working. It's working. You're the best president. Best president ever. Um, that's why I take more vacations than any president ever ever seen. Never been president's man. I've hey, listen, I've been on more vacations than anybody ever. <laughs> Strolling on the beach once again. Once again, he's at the beach. I guess he's out there all the time. Nice stroll on the beach. Like, like walking around like his hips are like fused in place. It looks like his torso is disconnected from his legs. It looks like his he has animatronic robot legs walking around this totally immobile upper... Like, is he already uh, embalmed from the legs up? Is that how they're keeping him alive? Did they, they put embalming fluid in him? Look at him try to walk around. 
Oh, loading. See, the loading wheel takes as long to get going as he does. For fuck's sakes. Let me make fun of an old man, warmongering, pervert, criminal, pedophile guy. Internet? Come on. Fucking freaks. Oh, where is it now? There he is. Look at this. This, okay, everything in blue is... He's a cyborg. Look out for the water! Dude, he'll get electrocuted! <laughs> this is a staged foot, like, just to, like... All right, make sure make sure they see him walking around like a, like he's not about to die. He's just out. My God, his team must just—he's completely gone. This is so humiliating. Oof. Yeah, he's taking. Uh, yeah, they've got American hostages to deal with. They've got World War Three coming down the tunnel. We've got China. We've got all these things. I better go for my robot walk on the beach in October. That's what I do now. More than ever. I'm just not working anymore. I just don't really bother going to work. All right. Let's see what some of these freaks are saying. I'll go to Rumble first. I think I'm safe. Okay. I'm safe on Rumble. More or less. Yep. Uh, oh, Odyssey's got me, though. Lost Nation says, don't skip the gym. <laughs> yeah, never. Never. Especially, it's leg day, isn't it? You were looking for an excuse. That's what you were doing. <laughs> I got to do that tomorrow. Actually, I'm not going to be able to do tomorrow. Because so I got to stay up all night. I got to be in court all day tomorrow. It's a fucking few hours to drive. It's first thing in the morning. I got to get up real fucking early. So, you know, I probably won't be done here till 2 a.m. Then I'll be up at 5 a.m. <laughs> fucking stay up all night then. Fine. So I get, I'll get be able to skip leg day tomorrow because I'll be probably won't get back until the evening. That's the only. That's my, that's my excuse. I'm in court all day. No, that's not. That's that's not even an excuse. I feel like Dorian Yates is gonna come through the wall or something. You can't. You can't do it. They'll they'll get you. This dude. Who's the guy that just died a little while ago? Actually, it's been like ten years probably now. Rich Piana. You remember that freak? <laughs> Spiteful mutants as F-35s will one day strafe Tel Aviv. That well, somebody something's gonna be strafing Tel Aviv pretty soon. It looks like. He says, we will pay those communist ugly fuckers back, and not a shit will be given. And he says, oh, hail NNR yet? Night Nation reviews in here, too. Uh, they Call Me Pup says, solid robot noises. <laughs> I watched a lot of Terminator when I was a kid, and it's it's coming in handy because we have, we have robot AI enemies at our doorstep, and, you know, this is the kind of training, fantasizing about what if I have to be John Connor. That's a real risk. Every young boy that watched Terminator as a kid is like, fuck, man. You know, he's like 12 in that movie, and we're like 10, 11, 12. We're like, fuck, man. I don't want that to be... I better not be some kind of future robot killer, because this, this fucking shit is stressful, bro. I'm 12 years old, and I'm just saying that this feels plausible. Now, it feels more plausible than ever. I'm, very, I'm officially concerned the Skynet's coming for us all. Uh, I've got some stuff later. A little later, some AI stuff is it's getting it's definitely crazy. Um, doo, 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 doo. Cam says Lanceman loves no. Don't why do you fuck fuck you? CRJ no. I, can I how many is like fuck. I gotta clean this up. 
I'm not even going to read these. That's criminal. I just, my brain scanned it fast enough and I saw more, just too many red flags. Cam only had two, but CRJ had like six in his message and it's like, it's definitely, I've got weird hiccup. Like, stop it. It's like their goal is to like, I want to see if I can make him vomit just from words and, and using his own imagination. I bet I can do it. Like chat GPT. Just, just the right prompt. Just the right prompt and I'll make him fucking all over the place. Oh, I got to scroll. Get it off the screen. There. If I, There we go. I'll just check. the. They're gone forever. Island Jason. Good God. Now, I don't even know how to focus now. Oh, uh, fuck. He says, just to be clear, is Baba Ganoush still okay with Philip or no? Uh, Baba Ganoush. My friend really loves eggplant, of whom, which I am inquiring. I... I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to say yes, because it seems like that's the answer you want. <laughs> T-Money says, started watching Adam Green after all you guys were on Henrik's show. He was showing all the rabbis a call for the death of Guim and how we should be worshiping the Jews. Yeah. There's a lot of that. That's why I've been saying, if you don't believe me, he's the guy. Like, he's the ex- like that's what he does. That's his backyard, right? It's like, we need a really good basketball player. I know, I know just the guy. I know a guy who's very good at basketball, you know? Yes, he's black. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> Tvor says, "There's no doubt, Zio Jesus is my favorite character of all time." No, I he's he's my least favorite one of all time. That's terrible. I'm getting Nirvana'd. Like when they made Teen Spirit, and everyone's like, "Oh, I love that song," and Kurt's like, "I fucking hate that song. I've always hated it. I hate it more now than ever." And he would just pretend to play it at one point. He's like, just totally. He's just playing the guitar upside down and like clearly just like i hate this i'm not even gonna pretend he's just playing a backing track he's like <laughs> sometimes he'd play the solo completely wrong and terrible on purpose just because he's like fuck this song i'm so sick of this shit <laughs> i love the song but i didn't also have to listen to it hear it and play it every day for fucking a whole year in a row probably like he did that's enough to drive anybody nuts all right. Jen Steen says, for legal support, tell your lawyer the doctor says to step it up a notch. He's he's working on it. We've, yeah, we've got some fucking more bombs to throw at people tomorrow. It's just going to get worse. They keep trying to drag this out. I'm like, you're only hurting yourselves. C- good. Fine. I don't care. That's what they gave me the money for. I've got lots. That's what it's for. To pay for this. And I'm nowhere near running out either. So fucking let's have fun. I don't care. This was this is what you wanted to do. You told me we had to go to court. So now we're going to court a lot for a long fucking time. I'm like, oh, do we have to? Oh, yeah, we fucking have to. Sorry. Oh, yes, we do. Can you just sign? No, I won't be signing anything. Nope. I will be going to court. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Godzilla says, if you missed it, here's the first question and answer in Tucker's uh, inter- oh, uh, eh, blah, blah, Twitter, X, whatever. I will never call it X. That's just stupid. Uh, Tucker's interview with Colonel McGregor early today. Do you think we're moving to a war toward a war with Iran? Yes, I do. And it looks like the chosen destination is indeed Armageddon. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the prophecy, right? The magic cows and the special hats and the special buildings. And there's also needs to be a massive war that destroys all the white people. That's, that's part of it. 
That's part of Zio Jesus. That's part of your fucking great, amazing, fucking holy church of helping people and love and tall. It just so happens that we have to massacre and destroy life on Earth and you know to an egregious you know level. You know, it's that kind of shit when it and when it's like thrown in your face and you're like, I'm unwilling to question anything. I'm totally brainwashed and I'm fucking. Yeah, that makes me really want to get as really fucking far away from your cult, you know. When it produces people that think like this, it's not a good sign. I got a question. Um, what kind of morality you think you've learned from that what you know because uh it's 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 all wrong it's all fucked up crj says red flags wait until you hear about the bloody i fucking hate you i need to get this on like a on like a fucking button or What's the uh, what's the term? What am I looking for? Yeah, instrumental. That's what we wanted. Just want the instrumental, you know. No, not saxophone. Who the fuck? Why would that be better? No, no, we want this one. All right, let me just read this again. He thinks he's gonna fucking. You're only doing this to other. You're only doing this to other people. Okay, I'm just doing this so they they kind of can appreciate how fucking sick you are. Let's read a super chat from CRJ. His demented mind. Oh, I'm going to read it. Jenstein wants me to... I'm working on it. Oh, it deserves this. Is this necessary? Oh, it is. Red flags, he says. Wait until you hear about the bloody tampon swap party in Sniz's office after hours. Vodka-squeezed blood shooters... Let me be clear, Mr. Speaker. Well? Are you happy with yourself? Everybody satisfied? Larry, you got anything you want to add? Can you imagine who he's married to? There's probably expensive and weird old candles in his basement. There's probably strange antique-like things that seem to have gone missing from a museum in his basement inexplicably in a footlocker that has, like, way too many locks on it. He probably is the kind of guy that has a chair that no one's allowed to sit in. It's just for looking at. This is a cry for help. I'm essentially telling Ceases, like, he's a, he's a serial killer. What more do you need to know? No, no one that isn't a serial killer would ever talk like this. 
Cesus has interviewed him like seven times and they still they still don't know. They're still going to his house like I just don't get this guy. You're gonna end up in a bathtub. Fuck. They always get mad at me for making fun of them. It's like, I'm trying to save you from ending up in a bathtub, but fine, if you want to wake up in a bathtub with your organs fucking missing and sold on some Chinese dark web to be traded for strange, you know, esoteric, potentially supernatural heirlooms that, you know, people thought disappeared a thousand years ago or no one's ever recorded at all. You know? There's weird shit out there, man. Some of these, it's, you know. And I, he'd be the kind of guy that would have some. I'm just, I'm just beginning to, I've just learned that there's something called the Oralinda book. I've spent like about 10 minutes on that, enough time to go, this is disturbing and I must know more. <laughs> you know, just enough to like taste the soup and I'm like, I'm going to eat a big bowl of this. Yeah. Give me a great big bowl of that. Yeah. Over full. Yeah, I'll be back for another one too. Give me the biggest bowl. I'm definitely going to, I'll probably going to come back for a second one. Three. I don't know, but you'll put, yeah. Give me a third one, but like cover it up, put it in the fridge. I'll take it home and I'll get that one later. Maybe four because I'll definitely want to eat this again tomorrow. <laughs> you ever get that hungry and you like somebody's made some kind of chili and it's like it's the fucking best thing you've ever eaten in your life and you're like I want I want a, I want my whole house filled with this and you just take as much as you can and then you're eating chili for two days and you're like okay I think it's enough like I, I'll just eat it like it's sick my guts are on fire I'm like uh, what's wrong with you I uh I've had 10 pounds of meat and peppers for two days. <laughs> oh, you know, we need we need chili police. You got to watch me. If it's good, I, I don't know. I freak out. I freak out and I eat all the chili and I steal it and I hide it and I try and save it. for. You know, it's Anyway, only certain kinds, though, so be careful. Let's see. Uh. Virtual asylum says I listen to you every day. Drive for a living. A lot. That's that's a whole. You're right. A lot of people do that. Do that. I get that all the time. There are people like oh, I listen to all of it because I'm in the truck all day, or I'm in the cab all day, or driving a bulldozer all day, or they're doing something where they're just in an isolated space all day with nothing but their. Th- so all these guys listen to music and have headphones and shit in. So it's the it's the. <laughs> Cosman! Cosman's trying to find where all the hate groups are, the 300 hate groups in Canada, and I just figured out where they are. Barbara Perry doesn't want to tell them. She doesn't want to let them know. They're pretending, well, they, they you know, they, they just seem to not care at all, you know. They're willing to let you get murdered by Nazis because they don't want to let you know where the hate groups are. Cosman's been looking for over nearly two years to get this list of, you know, Hate groups from researcher Barbara Perry. Remember this? There's 300 groups. I mean, my dad called this immediately, like two years ago when they said this. He was like mid bowl of chili, like, welcome, 300? Where? Where? Show me a list of Nagy 300 groups. Immediately, he's like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> he was right. 
I'm like, yeah, there, yeah, that is a lot. I'm like, well, there's me and my friends. It's one. Oof. Um, fuck, I'm having trouble getting to three. You know what I mean? Like, is Mark Friesen one? Does he count? Like, what? Is, what do you mean? I hate group. Like, wh- where do we? Like, uh, because th- that's a huge number. In fact, he goes on to say that. It's 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 three times higher than per capita in the United States is SPL the SPLC say there's like a hundred one thousand twenty four hate groups in the United States and anti hate and they, they say there's three hundred in Canada which is you know a tenth the size of the United States so three times more a tenth the size man Canada is fucking Nazi central you know I guess apparently but there's not but. Actually, so what it is is each one of these groups, so it's like, you know, what trucking company do you guys work for? That's a hate group. You guys uh, in the forklifts and the bulldozers and in the cabs and stuff, that's also, what company is that? That's a hate group. Every one of these working men and some women around the country, you're actually technically a hate group. They've identified every one of you and they're working on turning turning off all of your bank accounts because uh, you're a hate group, you know, obviously, based on loose definitions that, you know, don't really can't be defined you can be charged with spreading hate in canada did you know that americans and uh we it's it's whatever they say it is how do you legislate emotions how do you promote the willful hatred of an identifiable group that's what the that's what the law says that's what hate speech laws are in canada if you're promoting the hatred of an identifiable group so when are you going to get charged because this is an identifiable group, right? And you promote hate, willfully promote hatred of that group all the all the time. People have been attacked and had their you know lives upended and accused of all kinds of things and arrested and jailed and bank accounts turned and all these kinds of things. And you know it keeps turning out. Oh, this was not true, and that was made up too, and that was oh well, it was because of this willful promotion of hatred uh, that created this environment where people wanted to do this. So when when are you going to? Uh, When's that going to happen? Oh, it only goes one way. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that the whole system is fake and gay. And uh, it's 100% based on uh, feelings and emotions and whoever's in charge at the time. That's how it works. I've always loved this quote because it's very true. It oftentimes can be true. If you're being ruled over by someone that's, you know, like shitty, yeah, because they're very unlikely to ever let you be criticized. They're very unlikely to ever let you criticize them. And it was always, it always, I put, I put this in here. It used to say Voltaire: to learn who rules over you, find out who you're not allowed to criticize. Simple. And th- and then they'll say, "Oh, that's not what Voltaire said. That was something else." And he said, "Like, I who gives a fucking who cares." The spirit of the message, is it true or not true? I don't care if Hitler said it. I don't care if George Bush said it. I don't care if Zio Jesus said it. Is there any wisdom in these words? I think that there is. And I think it's worth noticing that if you put this kind of thinking into practice and you have identified, let's say, different groups in your world, in your society. 
Maybe there's 10, 20, 50. I don't know. And you are like, which one of these is the most powerful one? Which one is the most powerful? One way to do that would be to find out which one that you can't get away with talking shit about without your life getting fucked around. Because that suggests an extreme amount of power, doesn't it? So who cares who cares who said it? It's true. Because if you're if you're underneath somebody who's calling the shots, uh they're not going to like you criticizing them. If they have the power to shut you up and fuck you around, they will exercise that power to do so. Hence, you know, that's what power is. Okay? They have the power to do that to you. So I can sit here and I can shoot my mouth off all day long if I want to about Christianity and Christians, can I? I can say anything I want. I can make a career out of it, actually. If I wanted to do that 24-7 and this became my new gig tomorrow, Wednesday, Friday, you know what, guys? I'm done. I'm going to just be the, I'm going to be, you know, in the vein of Adam Green, but I'm just going to only tear apart Christians and Christianity all day, every day, nonstop for the next 10. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to totally laser and nothing else, just complete criticism and dismantling. Not only would I uh, be very successful at that, I'd probably get a job at the Daily Wire or something similar. Somebody would. Because Christians don't have any power to stop me, do they? Somebody else is encouraging it. Actually, I'd probably be paid a lot of money to do that. Okay. Or I could, uh, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll go another angle. Maybe I'll just focus on all the terror attacks and all the, uh, you know, the ethnic tension and everything that people are noticing and going, geez, there's a real problem with all of these, you know, we're not, it seems to be like there's going to be a lot of clashing here with all these brown people coming from all over the place. I should just focus on that totally 100% target the, uh, the migrants that are here and Islam and it's Islam's fault. And we, we got to stop. That's what it is. It's the Islamization of the world, right? Neo Islamo fascism, right? Bernie, right? Bernie Farber. It's the most disgusting and terrifying scourge. It's the most dangerous thing. We'll focus on that. That's all I'll focus on. I'll do that all day, every day. And all, you know what? I'll probably, I'd probably get a job at rebel news. So I'm not, I wouldn't be punished for these things. I would actually be rewarded for doing these things. I know that because I've seen it happen to other people (laughs) over the years. You do things a certain way and up you go, up you go. You do things a certain other way and oh, here they throw boulders. Depending on what you want to say, what you want to do and what you want to criticize and who you want to go after, what you're about. Depends on what you're about. What kind of spirit do you have inside you? What kind of person are you? Are you a team player? They don't care if you're smart enough to know what's going on. They don't care if you fucking know what's going on. They only care if you know what the fucking score is. I'm your daddy. And there's a fucking system in place. Are you going to play within? You can, you know. Between us, you could shoot your mouth and do whatever you want, but there are rules. And certain people 
think they're being a good boy by playing that. And they, you know, a ladder comes down comes down the hill from them. A ladder gets, oh, here you go, climb on up. Interesting. And then you see other people who do different things, and uh, ladders don't come down. Big giant fucking rocks get thrown down at them while they try and climb up with their bare fucking hands. Which one would you rather be? It's a real easy question for me because I'm crazy like that. Just certain people you can't really you ju- you're not allowed to do that there's names that they'll call you you'll lose your job your mom will lose her job they'll go after your friends and family your girlfriend will lose her bank account maybe they put you in jail maybe they have to fucking kill you dude that's just because they're so oppressed they can do those things Soaker City, let's hope not. He's got a bad one. Just diving those sunken American carriers is going to be wild for people 100 years from now. I hope my grandkids get to do it. Yeah, let's let's hope not, but odds are good. Simone says, just like Kim Jong-un, Putin will rule forever. Still alive, bitch. What are you talking about? Just like Kim Jong-il. Oh, you mean like they'll make him some kind of immortal figure? No, I don't think so. The Russians would be like, no, we're not going that far. They, they might put him in a tomb, though. They did. I mean, Lenin's still... Isn't that creepy? That's fucked. I would add... I would... That's so wild to me. I would definitely do that. If I could, I mean, if the world wasn't insane and I could just go to Russia like a normal person and be like, I just want to see what you guys do here because it's fucking interesting. You know, it's called tourism, right? It makes money. They let people do that and they pay you or you pay them. Hey, show me all your old cool stuff. And they're like, okay, over here. They have Lenin like in a, in a fucking tomb and he gets worked on every once in a while to keep him lifelike looking. Like still to this day. Remember that old Simpsons joke where he, like, punches his way out of the mausoleum? Like, no, he really is under glass in a museum. Like, dead as fuck since the fucking when is How long has he been dead? 1920? I don't remember the year. Like, that's kind of weird, isn't it? He's in some weird tomb in the Red Square, right off of Red Square, I think, in Moscow. <laughs> weird. That's fucked to me that you can go back and, holy shit, there's Vladimir Lenin dead. Still dead, huh? That's good. So you guys are. I think what they're really doing is they uh, they've they've actually created the tomb. They're afraid he's going to come back to life, and I think they're just. I think they might not be able to kill him because the power of evil and communism is just so deeply like he can't really die. He might actually be you know immortal. So they're just injecting him with like sleepy time drugs to keep him sedated, and the and the guys are there in the tomb like to just. They've got a nuclear weapon. The whole tomb is ready to blow up at any time, and they're just there to—they're there to push the button if he does try to escape. I think that might be what—that's actually a better explanation than we just like to look at him because <laughs> he's been dead and we miss him. 
<laughs> it's so strange. Oh, uh, Tassos says, showed my mom a clip of Zio Jesus and she cried laughing. No, no more Zio Which one? The Doritos? Give me those Doritos, dead kids. Yeah. Oh, he's going to come back tonight, isn't he? I don't like to. I don't want to. But there is war crimes. To I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's also one of those things that I'm, I don't want to deliberately ignore it because I'm tired of it. And it's because it's, uh, that's how it get, that's how they get away with shit when you just stop looking at it. You get bored. They like outlast you. Like your will to handle this is, is less than their will to do it or something. Uh, Camus Key says, period parties after question period. You're all gross. You're banned for life. Uh, Jen Steen. Read the CRJ message. I did, unfortunately. Richard Payne says, firing off my essay-length super class, and you actually reading is much appreciated, and unlike therapy, actually helps. Have some shekels for that court battle. And you actually reading is much appreciated. Unlike Okay. I'm glad it helps. CRJ says, my couch is from Stalin's office circa 1936. <laughs> like, he would, he would pay for that. If that was on an auction somewhere, he would, and it would, yeah, I would be, I would not, I would not at all be surprised. I expect, you kind of expect that now. So you'd better have something for me. <laughs> Jens Dean says, why do you attract such weirdos? I have no idea. Mo Morgan and I both have this problem. We attract psycho weird people all the time. I don't know what it is. We're like moths to a, I don't know. They're like fucking moths to a shit flame, Randy. You got a fucking... Drown that shit flame, Randy. Shit flame, Mr. Leahy. <laughs> Fucking talking about murdering, bud. Mr. Leahy, you're drunk. No. Boiling Frogs is Aura Linda book. Asha Logos, our subverted history. My favorite episodes are the Intor and 5.1. I suggest them to everyone. Also, here's a softball with nothing gross. Long live Daglon. Finally, good because I'm getting. I was getting. To, I was developing something. Some kind of anxiety. Um, these chat. Some of these messages are. You know, they're disturbing me. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I've just. I've gotten only a few minutes into it, and I've just. I'm like, what is this? I'm. It's all brand new to me, so it's interesting. Richard Payne says, "I feel like we're headed for some serious false flag fuckery right now. The risk is high. I would put it at t ten. Do you want to use the CNN terror meter? You know." That's how that used to be the news, you know, like every fucking day. It was crazy. It was just, it was just like COVID, you know, but it was different because it was wartime. Trying to watch fucking CNN. Tonight on CNN, 72 Marines are killed and four more villages have been erased. Watch this live feed of M1's tape, M1 Abrams tanks. Rocketing across the fucking desert with night vision, just laying waste to people. I'm 13, like. Whoa! We're going live now to the presidential palace in Baghdad. Fighting has been going on all night, Wolf Blitzer! Green Berets are telling me to stay away from the windows! Maybe if I. Oh, goddammit, I've been shot to half! Cut the feed, cut the. We seem to have lost Roy! 
Coming up next, do we need to do more of this? Maybe we need to invade every country. No one is safe. War with everyone. America is angry. And everyone will pay the price. Sponsored by Pfizer. That was the news when I was a teenager. Every night. For like five years. So, you know, we grew up a little fucked up. Things got a little off the hook. A lot of people died. Oh, all right. What are we even talking about? Right. So, um, and they also had this, okay, the whole point of that whole nonsense, whatever that was. They had like a, <laughs> you can go Google it. Go Google the terror. I'll, let's do it now together. Why do I always act like I can't, like we can't all just have fun? Why can't we, why can't we just come over to my house? Uh, what would, what would it be called? <laughs> was it on CNN or was it on Fox? I don't know where you would find it, but they used to have like a meter on the fucking screen that would go. <laughs> there it is. Oh, we're only at yellow today, guys. This would come on the news. Like, okay, we have an increased predict, but it's only yellow, you know? Blue is possible, and green green is obviously good. Blue is possible. What fucking purpose does this serve the average person? Oh, it's green. That's good. You know, red's bad. Everything else in between is like, maybe? So I don't know. This just, this serves no purpose other than to just raise the general anxiety level of everyone in the country. Because if they're freaked out and scared, they're not thinking about anything. When you're, uh, when you're actually afraid... Your brain uh, is in a different mode. It goes into like your survival, like uh, reptile brain mode. So you're not going to be like, you know, when you see p- people and do this in movies and videos and stuff when there's like crazy shit going on, like, why are they just stand? Oh, I wouldn't do that, bro. Have you ever been in a situation like that? If you, you haven't, then you don't know how you're going to react because it's not really going to be up to you. Uh, that's why training is so important because as they say you don't you don't rise to the occasion you sink to the level of your training and part of your training is to remain as calm as possible at all times like never lose your shit because once you do that you're not thinking anymore and you're a dead man also the dumber you are the more likely it is you're going to get killed in combat and we got a really a lot of really dumb people who are really sick and obese and really afraid of everything all the time but anyway I'll more on that later the, the we're in rough shape the troops especially um, but this, this kind of shit is just to, just to freak people out. And that's what they were doing with COVID with the new variants and the new things that would, that would just be, they did this at the exact same time. I wish I, you know, had some examples ready, but I mean, I'm sure you could find it. it wouldn't take you very hard. Like here's Stephen Colbert making fun of it at the time. Oh my God. We've actually do Yeah. We were doing this every day and it would come on the screen and it would be like, <laughs> Oh, there'd be a new terrorist variant that week or that month. And we have to sign some new bills and pass some new laws and let us fucking look in your wife's underpants at the airport because, you know, the thing is orange. That happened. Okay, they're doing the same thing. It's not, it's not new. And the whole point is to, again, put people in a state of anxiety and fear. They don't, you're not thinking about much of anything. You're just reacting. When you're in a state of fear, you're reacting to the environment around you. You're not thinking. You're not planning. You're not critically thinking. You're not breaking anything down. That's why, you know, the last couple of years, like I said, it was a, I'm the morale NCO. We're trying to, you know. 
take kind of a lighthearted, dark humor approach to this because if there's some levity in it, if you can laugh a little bit and have, have you're not you're not as going to be as as freaked out and afraid, and you're going to be able to think fucking better like a normal person. You're not going to be this, you know, wound up fucking spin toy that they want you to be that looks at a screen and gets freaked out because all oh, the colors of jail, oh, there's a variant of concern and there's all. Yeah, you're not you're not paying any attention at all about how there's not one, not two, but six different hands in your pockets. That's what that is. Fucking terror alert system. <laughs> 300 groups. Oh, so just freaking people out as a method of getting what you want is is one of their they love that as soon as you see someone starting to do that they're trying to make you uh, scared of something that should that should put your guard up immediately especially if it's coming from the media oh guys breaking bulletin super scary everybody get in here scary oh my god time uh-huh that's always my reaction now i've lived through so many ends of the worlds now where it's like, listen, when it does happen, we won't even have time to react to it anyway. So the fact that we're actually talking about it means it's probably nothing to freak out about right now. So what's what's the problem today? What did you read? What did what did QAnon say? You know, <laughs> oh, it's all over. All these all these prepping channels have been making bank on that for like twenty years. Did you know that, dude? This is it. I'm telling you, this week when this is going to be a solar flare, there's going to fucking run. 20 years of this. Buy this and buy that and buy all the emergency things because it's all... Next week, your whole family's going to starve to death. Yeah, it's been 20 years of this. Uh, there's a difference between being proactive and responsible and thinking and planning ahead and being a paranoid schizo that lives, you know, 50 layers under the surface of the earth surrounded by MREs and, and you just, you know, many, many guns just looking at the door like, <laughs> you know, that's your life now. Uh, they're gonna come through that door any minute, and I'll be ready for them. Like, why? Why do you choose to live this way? <laughs> you know? I think that's a bit much. I mean, fucking hockey's still on TV. You know what I mean? Like, we're not really in that. You know, it's not gonna happen that fast. I mean, if it's gonna happen that fast, it, like, oh no, one minute, and it'll just it'll be immediately. Well, then everyone's gonna be dead. Society shifts that hard that fast. It's like, what are you talking about? The whole planet gets destroyed, and your plan is to just chill out in a bunker for a hundred years eating you know spaghetti and meatballs mre number seven you know fifty thousand times it's cool that sounds you know i'd rather be dead i'd rather be dead what's the point of that that's stupid so hate groups what else is going on let's see right again the whole why does this keep doing this so the whole point, uh, yeah, because Richard Payne said there's a serious false flag risk. I would actually put it at maximum right now. If we had one, if there was a meter we could install false flag risk, I'm like, this this meets all the conditions of when there would be one. I'm not saying one's going to happen. I'm just saying if there was ever going to be a time, it would be now. With this much shit on the table, this many pieces are moving around, there's this much chaos that everybody's attentions are divided in a hundred different places. This is the perfect environment with which to pull off some kind of chicanery, some kind of tomfoolery, some level of shenanigans. This is when it would happen. The other time, like 9-11, it's like a great time to do it when no one's paying attention to anything at all. Everyone's dead asleep. Where you can, you can get away with some of the shit they did in broad daylight kind of shit. 
So it's almost like two ver. It's like there's so little happening that every no one's paying attention, or there's so much happening that it's so easy to just slip in and out undetected because you can't possibly be everywhere at once. There's so much going on. There's so many excuse. There's so much happening. There's so much crazy shit going on. Where are all these weapons going that are going to Ukraine that are disappearing and not making it? Into, like, where are they? Does anyone care about these things? I mean, like, billions of dollars, of, an entire army's worth of weapons has not made it to where they're supposed to go. So where did they go? Did they fall in the ocean? Did they just sink to the Are they just at the bottom of the sea? Does Iran have them? Does Russia have them? Does Like, where, where did they? These are problems that need answers. And no one seems to give a shit about anything important. We're just going to argue over fucking bathrooms. China's on a war economy also, by the way. I just remembered this. I always have all these tabs and all this shit. I'm like, oh, all this would be good to talk about. And then I never touch half of it. Like, But this is, uh, I thought this was interesting. Right right around here, right towards the tail end of 2017, the housing bubble was going, and China's had a housing bubble for a while. Not so much lately. It's kind of in collapse. And they've done a creative, fun way to, you know, survive that, which, which we are not doing at all. Uh, but right around this time, there is there is Xi Jinping. He's emperor for life. Chinese are ruler. Don't use hun- uh, What is it? Hun- honey the poo. Honey the poo Winnie Bear. Make me very mad. Do not compare me to him. They banned hun- Winnie the Pooh in China. <laughs> Houses are for living in, not for speculation. They so that's they know there's a housing bubble. And right around this time too, you see this blue line represents their industry. And uh, yellow line is real estate, you know, and bank in bank loans. So there's this many less bank loans, and this many more bank loans coming out of real estate and going into industry. And you know what I mean by industry? Primarily weapons manufacturing, yeah, and army modernization and shipbuilding. China's shipbuilding capacity might be bigger than the United States now. They don't really know, and uh, they're building tanks and vehicles and trucks and APCs and, like at a fucking like they're cars, like they're selling them as cars. So that's what people are getting jobs doing now in China. They're rapidly expanding their industry, their war industry. They're on a war economy, as are the Russians, who have been for already a year. Like I said, their people are going to go. All right, kids, drop off of school. I got to go to work at the fucking tank factory. That's what they're doing now. That's what China has been doing since, ooh, look at that. Look where it really started to tail. Right at the tail end of 2019 is clearly when the loans started coming in and going out from one end to the other. Right at the tail end of 2019, it looks like China decided to get onto a war footing economy. What else happened at the tail end of 2019, guys? And it's just been going straight up ever since. And this is in trillions, by the way. Trillions of dollars. Six trillion dollars down to almost zero. Almost zero up to, ooh, five trillion dollars in bank loans for industry manufacturing. Uh huh. What are we doing? We're going to get absolutely fucked. They're fucking, dude, nothing tells you that someone's getting ready for a war more than they've shifted to a fucking war economy. 
what are they doing? Like, oh, uh, we're going to spend a massive fortune amassing a huge, massive military force, armored vehicles, jets, planes. Ta- we're building islands for airstrips. We're building aircraft carriers and nuclear subs and fucking... Uh, and then once we have all these things, we're going to be like, well, that was fun. And then we're going to start building museums. Mm, yes. No, they're clearly not anticipating a, a titanic confrontation. They're not definitely anticipating there's going to be a massive fucking showdown, and they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink they have into building the biggest, strongest, most technologically up-to-par military they possibly can. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. And we're what are we doing? Oh, we're cutting the dicks off of our boys so they grow up to be Dylan Mulvaney. There are many ways at which we are under attack and being weakened, and uh, they're all leading us to the same. We're, like it's too late now. We're this is they're going to win, but uh, the best move is to not play. You know, listen to this shit. Uh- Doing sent me. Doings, you're. I mean, we, I mean, we need these guys, but he's like one of these selfless like. He clearly hates himself, and he clearly like he's a masochist. He's a masochist. He sits and watches the House of Commons, like to keep an eye on them. That's just what he does. He's just in there, like you motherfuckers. Like that's that's like his hobby. So he sees these things, these horrible things. I can't do it. I'll kill myself if I watch any. Like I can't do it. Imagine sitting there for hours listening to these freaks. Hours of this. This is just one minute. I'm going to turn this one minute of content, probably in, a clip, into probably you know 20 minutes of screaming, <laughs> maybe. Uh, when you when you invest in uh, peace and security, in protection of yourself, uh, that uh, gives you greater peace of mind, and it's a way of, of protecting you from possible threats that may come. They may never manifest themselves, but those are still often wise investments to 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 make. Now, so far, so good. All of that is correct. Yes. But see, the problem is he keeps talking. In the case of supporting Ukraine, Ukraine, we're talking about a threat that will potentially come to us. Absolutely not. That is completely insane. And our other partners in NATO. Uh, not our fucking problem. Uh, but Ukraine is on the front lines of that threat. No, it isn't. U- Ukraine stands between us and those kinds of threats. Okay, see... Once you understand where his mind is, like he doesn't think like he's not he's not on team Canada. This guy's on team Empire. When he says us, a threat to us, he means the Empire. The he's a representative of, of the Empire. Like I'm just going to use this Star Wars metaphor from now because it just it's way easier and it's way more it's much simpler and it's much more accurate. Rather than seeing like, oh, that's the French guy and that's the German guy and that's no, no, no. that's just whatever planet they came from in the fucking Sith Empire, okay? They're just, who gives a shit? Like, they're, they're, they all get paid, but they're all working for the same guy, the Emperor, aren't they? I believe he has a British accent as well. Lots of money. Lots of money. It's a threat to us. It's gonna. Who's what us are you talking about? The Canadian people? How in the hell are the Russian? Is the Russian Federation in a beef with Ukraine, a border country on the other side of the world, over a region of ethnic Russians being ethnically cleansed? That's what all of this was started over. And you, America, the Empire, trying to put missiles on the doorsteps of the Russians. What, what, what does this have to do with us again? 
In the case of supporting Ukraine, yeah, let's hear this, what? In the case of supporting Ukraine, Ukraine, we're talking about a threat that will potentially come to us and our other partners in NATO. See there, right? What are the partners in NATO? Or do you guys, what do we get, what does Canada get out of this? Fighting 20 years of this fucking NATO war. 20 years. 21 years. 20, are we on 22 years? I don't know. Longer, really. Protecting them from what? He's not thinking about Canada. He's thinking about the empire at large, the current world order. So he's thinking of the United States, the United Nations, and who controls all of this shit? The empire is being threatened. Russia is outside the sphere of influence of the empire. So it's threatening it. So that's why, if it comes down to it, according to this fucking dweeb, who is, I'm going to, I can tell by looking at him, has never had a blister in his life, will vote yes on sending your children to go die in Latvia because Russia, because the things, because Putin is my Hitler and all of that crap. Uh, but Ukraine is on the front lines of that threat. U- Ukraine stands between us and those kinds of threats. No, see, what Ukraine is a giant washing machine where all the world's biggest piece of shit are, are stealing from us at an, uh, you know, a geometric rate that I can't even probably, I could never calculate. You'd probably need one of these quantum computers to calculate how much, how fast, how eye-bleedingly brutal they're stealing from us. Okay? And the people of Ukraine uh, have no problems with the people of Russia at all. Uh, and vice versa. Actually, the government of Ukraine who are a bunch of Jewish criminals, I might add, um, have decided they were going to go on a, on a fucking crusade and they got caught fucking around and now they got themselves in a war. And uh, it's just a giant uh, shit show for people to steal money and, and endless amounts of money is being dumped into this. It's being dragged on as long as possible so those people can make as much money as possible and try to drain the Russians of money as much as possible with absolutely no regard given to, or thoughts at all given to the people of Ukraine that you claim you're protecting who are being, I mean, are there, is there any men left in Ukraine? I think we may have killed them all. Uh, entire cities have been destroyed. Uh, millions probably dead, at least just just military casualties, 500,000. Ukraine's over 500,000. And you can expect civilian casualties to be, so I don't know, a million dead for sure, minimum, maybe 2 million people. In a war they can't win, could never win, everybody with a brain could have told you that. But because allegedly, according to this doofus, we're protecting Ukraine... And Ukraine's standing... No, you're killing everybody in Ukraine and you're getting rich doing it. And you're acting like you fucking know what's going on. So investments in international peace and security are, are, not, are not charity. Oh, we're investing now. That's what this is. We're investing. We're, we're sending money into a black hole, into an unwinnable war, so people that can't win are forced to fight continually and keep dying in, in a war that they can't win. Good. They are, in fact, very much in our own interest. Uh, I There's absolutely no way that's true. A separate conversation you can have about about uh, things that, that are more in the category of, of, of pure charity, but this... Oh, yeah, because we don't do any of that either. 
I think clearly is the case of us investing in our own collective security with like-minded countries. No, see, that would be putting money and funding into our military here in Canada and not destroying it with vaccine mandates that you ham-fisted through Parliament. Every single member of Parliament, every political party did that. It's not the libs. It's not the NDP. It's not PP. They are all equally pieces of garbage. And until you understand that, you're going to be trapped inside this never-ending system of bullshit forever. These are cartoon characters for you to follow around. These are empty suit, nobody pussy, dumb fuck, useless twats that can't do shit. They sit there and they enact this fantasy world. Like I said, it's WWE for ugly people. That's what it is. It amounts to nothing. They hold no real power and no real influence. They just trade back and forth, turns at the pig trough, enacting the same agenda that's happening in every other country because they, like us, aren't really in charge here. It's pointless. They are just saying what they think they're supposed to say in the game, on the t- and they're all in agreement on everything that matters. Canada is just another wing of the hotel. And you think because you live in it, you own it. No. No, sir. You merely rent this place. But we're investing. That's good. We're investing in the future. Investing in peace. Here's how uh, Here's how the Israelis invest in peace. Here's some peace investments they were talking about the other day. Why should the world tolerate you having nuclear weapons and not, say, Iran? Good question. First, again, we never uh, admitted to have such a weapons. But the very comparison is, I must say, it's very insulting, and I tell you why. We f- suffered one holocaust. We- Took him, uh, how long was the question? Let's see. Why should the world tolerate you having nuclear weapons and not, say, Iran? So five seconds in. Why should you be allowed to have nuclear weapons? This is like, this is basically like a job interview. Okay? You want to be a cop or something? I was like, why should I give you a gun? Why am I good? Like, tell me why you, I can trust you to do this. Like, except times a million. Why should you be allowed to have in your possession the most dangerous weapons that any man has ever laid eyes upon in human history? Thermonuclear weapons. Why should you have those? Please begin. First, again, we never uh, admitted to have such weapons. We don't even have any. And even if we did. But the very comparison is, I must say, it's very insulting. And I tell you why. We f- suffered one holocaust. 15 seconds. It took him 15 seconds to say to say the word that we're not allowed. You can't talk about it. I'm not, that doesn't even, can't even talk about it. I can't even say what it is. Because those are the laws in Canada now. You don't believe me? Go try it out. Go try it out and see what happens, big fella. Go say hi to Travis too when they throw you in jail for it. Just like they do to just like they do to everybody. They're making more laws too. It's get it's only gonna get stronger. We need stronger laws!
They're so oppressed! So fucking oppressed! I'm so sick of this oppression. 15 seconds. He's saying the special word. So therefore, he should have nuclear weapons. All right, I'm going to stop talking and actually listen. It's only, it's only 20 seconds. <laughs> that's why. Because Steven Spielberg, that's why we need nuclear weapons. First, again, we never uh, admitted to have such a weapon. But they don't have but them. They the do, but they don't. comparison is, I must say, it's very insulting, and I tell you why. We suffered one Holocaust. We listened to our neighbors. Is it because of the Holocaust that you should be allowed to have nuclear weapons? You know That's what, what it sounds like. That's, it seems like a legitimate question. But this interview was finished now. Your attitude is so hostile. And your questions are so arrogant. I don't want to speak is it the to case anymore. That is, the interview's over. He's too arrogant and hostile. <laughs> why, do you, why should you have nuclear weapons? Because... <laughs> Really? That's the reason? This interview's over! I see. I see. That's uh, that's fine. That's totally fine. Because you guys are thinking straight, right? You should you should have them. I and notice how he didn't deny it. Like, yes, they have nuclear weapons, but he can't really... They can never admit that they do, because if they do, it would be illegal, because, the, because they haven't signed any treaties, and they stole the technology from the nuclear plant in the United States and brought it to Demona in Israel. In the desert, the nuclear plant there. This is this is like a known. Oh, that's all. No, that happened. They 100% did that. It's all very well documented. Yeah, yeah. They stole it from the New Mech plant. And so, not only do they have nuclear weapons illegally, um, they think they should be able to use them uh, on any. Check out the. We talked about the Samson option already, uh, but you know, Al Alex got the message, and he's gone back to being super mega Zio Jesus mode. And he tells, I mean, this is, maybe he should be in control of their tactical uh, problem here. Let's. I would, I would use Moab carpet bombing in lanes and basically just destroy it inch by inch, driving down 200 feet, taking out those tunnels. They just have to simply make everybody evacuate and then level at least northern Gaza. That's the only way to do this. Hang on. I have no idea what the context of that conversation was. Like, maybe they're just like, it's hypothetically, how would you do this if you had to? Because I've done that before. But, I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But, yeah, Red Ice uploaded that. And they're like, easy there, sailor. All right, calm down there, big fella. I think we just Moab every fucking inch. Well, that's expensive. But, I mean, we're paying for it anyway, right? Or America's paying for it. So, I mean, what difference does it make? There's Moab Jones for you. Moab Jones. Now, what's next? This is great. Yeah, all right. We're doing war crimes now. Are these war crimes? Uh, sort of, yeah. Did I send that other one? There was I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. I don't think I did. <laughs> no. All right. This one's, uh, this is good enough. Imagine living in this kind of situation. This is this is the hospital. This is one of the hospitals right now. All of them. None of them have power. Just maybe they're in the middle of evacuating before they get bombed. Because that's. I mean, we warned them, right? They had their chance to get all these 
fucking more grievously wounded people out in the dark. I hooked up to machines that have no power because <laughs> fucking thousand people probably. Piece of cake. It's all good. It's just the killing must continue. This is uh, and where these people are coming from? Just getting hauled out of rubble piles. Apartment buildings just totally leveled. That must be uh, that's just how you get. Maybe the air fallout. Maybe Alex Jones is in command. They're actually bombing four different countries right now. The uh, the world's most moral army of peace and have chosen God specifically chose these people. So I mean, obviously they're they got their shit. They're bombing four countries right now, four. And they've killed a few more people. They've uh, hit the airport in Damascus and Aleppo, uh, too, in, in uh, Syria, killing some more civilians. They've killed a lot of thousands of civilians now. Um, they're also bombing in Lebanon. They're bombing in Syria. They're bombing in Jordan. They're bombing in Gaza and the West Bank and in Egypt, too. But that was an accident, they said. That was an accident, accidental bombing of Egypt. <sighs> There's some part of the runway destroyed. It's guys, you just got to Slava. Zio Jesus wants you to Slava. It's important. And you know, it's cuz the Hamas terrorists are hiding in things. Ferry put this up. That's why we had to destroy the entire neighborhood. They were hiding in every one of these residential buildings so the entire northeastern part of this. We just had to destroy everything and everyone in like fucking three city blocks. They were hiding rockets under the entire neighborhood, he says. So, yeah, they had to do it. And and they're doing it in every neighborhood, actually. And, and in the West Bank, where they don't exist. So they're, they're there, too. They're, they're just everywhere. Just shut up and stop criticizing us! This is hard to watch. Um, it's not really anything censored. There's not, like, nobody's heads are exploded or anything. Well, there might be a little bit. Uh, I only watched it once, but... Uh, again... Zio Jesus is very pleased. This is what you're creating now. This is a boy who finds what's left of his family. I think he's about, looks like he's about 10. Where do these terrorists come from, anyway? There's one. You see him? You know what he's going to be like in 10 years? This is all he cares about now for the rest of his life. Don't look away, Ben Shapiro. Like, don't look away. Look at it. You have to look at it. Look at what? There's no proof of anything. Uh, there's shit like this all day long. I got this till the sun comes down, buddy. Endless. I'm just picking up some choice, you know. There is way, way worse shit than that on there. I'm trying not to traumatize people. But if you want, the Telegram pages are pinned to my fucking uh, Twitter page. You can go find them there. I just picked three, you know, there's more than that. There's a lot more than three. There's a lot. Uh, but, you know, we have to slava. And you know what? They're not even really people anyway. Because according to the Israelis, I mean, they're just, they're really just scum. They're just, what's this? Israeli politician blows up after colleagues said that all children are equal. Yeled hu yeled. Im hu a child is a child. 
האוכלוסייה הערבית רואים וחווים את הכאב האנושי. She's yelling there's no symmetry. Then she made a more malicious statement. אז אין סימטריה! והילדים בעזה... Meaning they're not the same. Like there's no comparison is what she's, you know, she's translating to. They're not the same. There's no symmetry. There's no comparison. And the children of Gaza brought it upon themselves. I mean, she's right because she's chosen, right? She was specifically handpicked by God. She's infallible. Why would God handpick someone who would make mistakes? And lead you astray. God wouldn't do that. He's God. So therefore, she's right. Those children, all those dead people, they had it coming because the God's, I mean, she must be God's messenger. You think God would pick people, a specific subset of an ethnic people and be like, these ones, when they were, if they would ever, I mean, obviously you have to do, can follow everything they say. So if they think we have to destroy an entire city full of people, obviously that's what God wants. My only question is, uh, who's your God exactly? What's your book say? How is it possible to talk about peace and be so cruel at the same time? What's your own book say about the trees and the fruit and the fruit of the tree and all that kind of shit? What's your tree making? Lots of dead babies, I see. Tell me again. You just don't know, bro. No, I, I, know, I know what my eyes show me, right? That's real. I can see that. I don't care what your magic ideas are about Skyman. I don't. I don't care. I just know that you're killing people. That's very clear. <laughs> and uh, children, right? Like, it's the worst thing you can do. I thought we were all save the children, guys. What happened to that? I thought we were all protect the ki- children and, you know, there's nothing, wor- you know. But also, who cares if we do more child killing than anyone in history ever has? That city is primarily children. It's mostly kids. They're getting killed at a per capita of children to adult collateral damage more than anyone in history. I think so. I think they're killing more children in this than any time in history, like per capita, if you want to go on a per daily basis. I'll fucking show you the li- I got I got it all day long if you want to see it. Oh, that's bullshit, bro. Is it? You want to see the most horrible shit you've ever seen? I saw one guy yesterday. He was holding his baby daughter, I guess, probably like a three-year-old. Uh, he had a leg attached to some guts and spinal st- uh, in one hand, and I- I'd say like a third of an upper half and an arm and part of a skull in the other. And he was like trying to find the rest of the pieces to like, I don't know. Is that that's that's cool with Zio Jesus, right? Cuz Slava, cuz we got it cuz terrorism and shit. And this is happening like hundreds of times a day. They're killing hundreds of people a day. Okay? Stand with though. Magic book. God is a real estate agent and all of those things that, you know, prophecies and stuff. <laughs> Madam Breezy says it's the age of the noticingism. It's, it is the notice, the noticement. I don't want to say the noticing because that's just too obvious. I think it should be called the noticement. <laughs> no, it's the noticing. Godzilla says, I watched a bunch of dead Palestinian children videos today, and I've come to the conclusion that Hamas is asking their fathers, who wants to suicide bombs and free tickets to the U.S.-Mexico border? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're all sneaking them in. They've also got a very, very, you know, interna- a very well-renowned international rat line to just smuggle people into the United States from the other side of the world. They're really good at it, despite not having access to, like, electricity, food, fuel, grocery stores, you know, shoes, anything like that. They've also, But they've also pulled this off. 
They're simultaneously, you know, incapable of anything and also supremely powerful. Uh, Richard Payne says, don't forget Stalin, eternal champion of the worker, used his power to buy one of uh, history's most enviable and valuable Rolls-Royce collections. The old, you know, rules are different for certain people. Jacob says, these uh, people, if you can call them that, with this power they've been bestowed, are so va- <laughs> vapent, vapent, I've never seen that word before, and disconnected. Uh, think of the absolute disdain, absolute moronic obliviousness someone must need or have for encouraging your own people's demise, the mentality. I don't. Th- they don't even know what they're doing. They're just in a di- dis- you know, brainwashed stupor and just totally demoralized and weak that they're just seeking survival. Like, they're just... What what do you want me to say all the time? I'll do it. Like they're just bent over all the time. Like I'll do whatever you want. Eh. I don't even know what's going on. They're just trying to please. They're trying to climb corporate ladders. They're trying to get promotions. They're trying to get clicks. They're trying to get you know. They're obliv- they're they're detestable. You know they're the people you look down on because they're like you're just such a small pathetic fucking person, aren't you? You don't think about anything other than like money and getting more things and looking at yourself in the mirror and you know i'm gonna have this job soon and then i'm gonna then these people are gonna have to call me sir and then oh uh, yeah yeah that's you isn't it that's gross that's pretty it's pretty sad you're very small you're very unimpressive you know there's a lot of that richard Payne says back in my day the rainbow stood for muslim terror attacks not gay butt sex it did he says embrace tradition Ginger snaps in the basement, working out, suffering from a bad case of noticism. Dove into the insomnia streams with black pills, made it worse. Is there a cure for noticism? No. Well, there, yeah. Didn't somebody make that commercial? Notice all. Who was that? Like kills your brain and just makes you like sports again. Hmm. <laughs> I find the cure is if you uh, take responsibility for your own life and decide. You know, I'm going to do what I can to not rely on any of this nonsense garbage and try to, you know, start making yourself uh, insulated, independent, whatever, to the point where you have as much control over your own life as possible. And then what happens doesn't matter as much because you can, I mean, think of the power someone has that has like, can grow all of their, all of their food needs are taken care of by themselves or by their family or by their network, their tribe, whatever completely disconnected from the federal government it's like we literally grow make our own food that guy's got cows we got like no one around here has gone to a grocery store in six years imagine that that's a level of power that you can't buy you can never be starved out you can always go home and be like whatever fuck you guys (laughs) you know I got water, I got food, I got places to live, I got friends, family, I got I literally don't need any of you at all. I don't need any of this shit. The whole city could stop existing tomorrow and I'd be fine. Right? Those people are doing just fine. I, and I find always if I'm uh, if you have a problem with, you know, if you're working towards something productive, something positive, even if it's just a little tiny bit every day, you've done something, it'll it'll soothe that, you know, you need to you need to do something, right? Um and that's something you can do that will have an effect. The less susceptible you are to being, you know, manipulated through either fear or intimidation or need. Like how many people had like, well, I had to get it for my job. I had to get it or I couldn't go to school. I had to get it or I wouldn't be able to have fucking Thanksgiving dinner at Applebee's. Like, you know, 
if you didn't need any of those things, you wouldn't have had to do, you know, they say had to do it. I don't really buy that. I mean, every, everything's a choice. Might have felt like there was a gun to your head. There wasn't. But, I mean, that was all in your head at the end of the day. You could have said no. Everybody could have said no and found a different and found different things to do. It's always a choice at the end of the day. But so is choosing to, uh, again, put yourself in a better position. So that doesn't happen again. What's the next one going to be? That's what you should be worried about now. You can't change what's what's done is done. What happens now? What's the next fucking round of bullshit going to be? And how do I... What, are they, what will they try to leverage against me this time? Well, you're going to have to comply with something else crazy or we're going to turn off your fucking what? Your power? You're to gonna, are they going to take your license? Like, how far does this go? So there is also, there's power and satisfaction in reclaiming, uh, you know, control over your own life in, in that way where you find these kind of you know ways around a lot of things <laughs> and ways to you know use your brain and get creative with your friends that's why you have to find your friends and find other like-minded uh people and work together to solve these because these are big problems we're, we're going into a totally we're going into a future where you can't rely on the government at all they're they're incapable they're incompetent they can say they can do this all day long but the the, the facts are they're going to be powerless to do much of anything if anything goes wrong in this place there's nothing they're going to be able to do about it Very little. And I mean, we're going into maybe a possibly a world war situation. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> not going to be good. Food shortages, fuel shortages, you know, lots of stuff. You know, government's completely broke. We've got no money. I don't know. It's going to be, it's, it's in your interest to like, you know, find people and kind of click up. You know what I mean? It's, it's a good idea. <laughs> that instinct is, I'm really feeling like I should. Yeah, that's called your survival instinct. That's kept us alive for oh, at least 15,000 years. You should you should listen to it. Uh, Boiling Frog says, we need Zio Jesus to also have a prepping channel where he pushes some survival merch. He often goes on Canadian Prepper's Alarmist channel. Get ready for nuclear war, I swear it's tomorrow. Right. Um, listen, nuclear war is not something you want to survive anyway. Like, there's no... If that happens at the scale of these people, th which I don't think it will, but if it did, it would... I mean, that's it. Like, it's over. You might as well... Because uh, your your standard of... Even if you somehow survive, you're in some kind of one of these pockets of... like You're literally eating rats and bugs and whatever the fuck you can scrounge and find. And, like, how long will that last? And then can you even grow any food? Any, like, how much of the land is toxic and polluted and, like... What are you going to get for water? Like you're, it's going to be, even if you manage to survive for twenty years, that's a fucking hard twenty years of like just. And there's no antibiotics. There's no hospitals. There's no. Oh, did you cut yourself? You're dead. You're going to die shitty with a fever in the woods. You know, like it's going to. Maybe dogs start eating you. You're not going to have the power to fight them off eventually, and they'll just. You know what I mean? That sound fun? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a bunch of prepper shit and somehow no, you're not. It's just gonna be the end of the world. Okay, you're just gonna extend your death. The only prepping you need for nuclear war, this is my probably my honest advice. Almost, <laughs> at least we'll wait and see. If it's like, yep, it's total devastation. It's gonna be that bad. Well, I have the just in case kit, everybody, and it's just cyanide pills. Okay, 
It's cyanide pills and a few bottles of scotch or whiskey, whatever you're into. And you have a big party and then you fucking sign off at the end of the night. That's probably what I would do in the event of nuclear war that doesn't kill me instantly. That'd probably be my next my next move. <laughs> but you guys go ahead. You go live and you go live on whatever radioactive squirrels you can find in permanent darkness and cold because the fucking ash clouds of soot and destruction won't fucking they won't be dissipating for at least fucking a couple of years, really. It'd be a good time. Survive. Buy buy my merch so you can survive the fucking great flood that wiped out all of civilization fucking twenty thousand years or fifteen thousand years ago, whenever it was. <laughs> But I guess, you know, some people did survive. They probably, those people, those pockets of humanity that did survive and re- rebuilt, you know, as much as we have on the planet, I think they only made it because of, like, whatever preppersurvivalguide.ca, and they and they bought, like, a group discount coupon, and they just happened to have <laughs> That's probably what it was. That's probably the only reason they lived. Uh, Jacob says that is what's happening in Australia currently. I know this is a Canadian broadcast, but we're all getting fucked by the same people. Oh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter where you're at in the in the Western world. It's the, literally the same situation to different. It's like different spins. On, it's like a different. It's just a different band covering the same song, more or less. It sounds different stylistically, but it's the same music. Um, he says so. Albo, the Australian Prime Minister, has granted the 99 year lease of a very strategic port. Of Australia, beside a military naval port, just recent. Yeah, we gotta we gotta give them all everything. At least that the voice thing got voted down. That was wild. That was a successful counter operation run by the uh, the resistance in Australia that fucking shut that down. They were gonna be like, let's just give all of Australia over to these fucks. Oi, you can run this place, I. He's like eating dirt. Uh. Let's give them all the power to... The- Why? Well, because it's racist not to. What are you talking about? That's insane! Eventually, enough people figured out what was going on, and they shut that down. And then they're just like, everybody that said no is racist! It was like, literally all the white people said no. So, uh, you know... <laughs> like, by every district, that's how they broke it down. Like, that is what happened. <laughs> oh, there's probably... Like, how... What was this butthurt screeching like down there? I bet it was probably... I can't fucking believe this. I, I can only imagine what that would have been like in Canada. It's probably it's probably the same. I wonder what the Australian Antifa crowd looks like. Probably the same as everywhere else, right? Again, different cover song and the same music. It's just, oh, you guys, they're all so fat and gross where you are too? Yeah. Uh, he also says, uh, this is being fueled by a fat, pudgy, egotistical, emotional. Yeah, sounds about right. That gets offended by a Winnie the Pooh meme that made of him. Oh, right, this guy, the Chinese guy, genocidal maniac. Think what he would do to civilians. Yeah, they. That's not somebody I'd be anxious to fight a war against. The Chinese will go hard. They will fucking take it very seriously, and I mean like clinical. If they crunch the numbers and it makes sense to erase your civilization, then that's what happens. If they're like, we have to kill everyone down to the children, and they're like, that's just long-term projections. This is the best scenario. That's what they'll do. So. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not in a hurry to have a war with China. That's not a. It's just not a good idea for anyone. Us, them, anyone else in the world. It's just a terrible idea. Avoid at all costs, please. Uh, Godzilla says, "Let your audience members know that a large majority of the missing weapons for Ukraine are now on sale for thirty-three percent off at Diagonal Waffen Fabric and Original Grace Cast Bomb." No, they're not. They're not. Nice try, gun bomb knife, knife bomb gun. He's fed posting. He's trying to get the cops on me again. 
again. Think they ever left. Like they ever left. Jacob said these politicians have about as much practicality in their pea brains as a bumpy fruit. An inanimate object is more understanding than this Urkel suit and tie man here. Yeah, it's the same here. It's the same there. They're all useless slugs. Jenstein says, I had a couple fantasies today. May I share while CRJ is on timeout? No, you may not. <laughs> I don't care what you pay me. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm not ready for this. Shaun of the Dead sounds like the premise of everybody's new favorite game show. How long can the Zionist make it before mentioning the event? I refuse to even say the word because it makes it more absurd. If I if I have to refer to it as the event, it makes it even more absurd because it's so the whole... This has gotten so out of control and ridiculous now. You're going to put people in jail for this? Yeah, are you? That's fucking totally not crazy at all. Zebex Demise says, when they say God's chosen people, chosen for what? To be your ruler. To be shepherds of the land. Tikkun Ulam. To be the lights unto the world. It is their job to show you how to live right by their rules because God chose them specifically and you will follow them. That's how it goes. God, then them, then you. There's a hierarchy and you're at the bottom. Okay, goyim? That's what the word means. Okay? It says to be the biggest assholes on the planet. No, just to be in charge of everything. You have to follow them. That's what it says. Don't ask me. I didn't fucking make the rule. I didn't write any of this shit out. It wasn't me. I didn't say, hey, let's, uh, I, I, I wasn't me that was like, you know what we got to do? And I just, I wish if there was a way to see historically, like when certain ideas, they were first discussed and debated in a room of other men. Like not only did someone have this idea, when did they pitch it to other guys? How did that go? How, what did it look like? What were the reactions? What were the feelings? What were, what words were exchanged? What was the scenario? Maybe it's in their history books. Maybe it's in the Talmud somewhere when they were sitting around and somebody was like, all right, guys, I got an idea. Um, listen, this is going to sound fucked up, but I think we should cut the tops, like the skin on the tops of our dicks. I think we should all cut it off. And, uh, as, at baby, like as a baby, we do this to all the new guys and, uh, and then we suck on them. To keep them clean and stuff, because magic spit. What are you, are you guys in? What do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of that? You, you're fucking, you're shitting me, right? No, I'm dead serious. I am one hundred. This is we really we have to do this. This is what God wants. We have to we have to take knives to our son's dicks and uh, cut. Yes, it's what God wants. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, wh- wh- at what point was that like, oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, that's that's not a cult thing to do. That's not crazy, right? If I started, a, if I fucking started a club, I was saying earlier, like, let's start, okay, we're, do- we're forming a men's club. This is a men's organization. And to gain entry, um, there is a bit of a blood sacrifice. Uh, it's not too crazy. It's day surgery. <laughs> I'm just going to need to cut off part of your dick. Like, I'm already out, dude. I'm already out just based on that. How the fuck are you selling this? 
as a good idea, as something that needs to happen. So not only, but didn't you make it this way? Like, this was your idea, God. You made it like this. And you're like, oh, actually, I just gave you that extra skin piece to see if you'd cut it off if you were down with me. If you'd ride with the G. Cut off a piece of your dick just to prove to me. Like, there's no other way. No, there's no other way. And it has to be your dick. Has to be blood. Old men have to lick it. It's important. Pro- it's an important part of the process. And when you're done with that, once everybody's cut at their dicks, I need you to go kill all the other babies of all the other people. Kill all of their babies. Drop bombs on them. I don't care how you do it. Set them on fire. Just... So, all right. Cut the baby's dicks of these ones. Kill all of those babies. I'm God. Don't... don't. Every, I know everybody's got weird looks on their faces, all right? Don't make this worse, because it could get worse. I don't... I didn't want to have to call him. You, you brought this on yourselves. Here we go again. Listen, boys. It's pretty fucking simple, all right? You got a lot of people in here talking trash. So all Big Z, all Big ZJs here to fucking sort it out for you. Check it out. There is nothing more based than the guy that cuts baby dicks and licks them. That just shows how hardcore you are. That just shows how much you believe in the cause. The guy that will cut and lick a baby dick, that's my fucking top G right there. Up top, high five. Jesus up! What? Cutting baby dicks, bro. Licking them, cutting them and licking them. What's up? What's up now? What's up now? You gonna come at ZJ and his army of cut up baby dick men? Listen, boys, they're cutting their dicks. You can't fuck with that. You can't even do a push-up. And did I tell you about the licking, too? Just as important, bro. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Because it's come to my attention that some of these motherfuckers that don't have cut baby dicks are living in the place that I told them not to fucking live in. And you know how about how Jesus feels about people living in their assigned spots. So I'm just going to take this disturbing scepter that has images on it that are frighteningly close to looking like pentagrams and blood sacrifices. And I'm gonna bless these fucking F-18s dropping bombs over every... I like that! Alex Jones, what's up, my boy? Moab every inch, I love it, let's do it. You like that? Once this... No city now! No tunnels, no rockets, no Hamas, no babies! Now we can get back to doing what we like to do, boys. Cutting them dicks, licking them dicks. Woo! Z 
Zion, Jesus, ZJ, ZJ, let's go. I'm gonna fly away. I'm gonna go starve some Africans. I'm starting to think that guy might be totally out of his fucking mind. I don't. Th- I, I think we need to get out of here. <laughs> Rodney Schmale, run! Don't join it. Hey, <laughs> has anybody ever done like a seven-minute bit? Ten, well, how many minutes now on just on circumcision before? <laughs> Listen, ZJ is, uh, you know, <laughs> he's up for it. It's not crazy, guys. There's no cult. There's no cult stuff going on. <laughs> Randy the Moyle Savage. <laughs> Go to the glasses. That's even better. I should. I didn't even think of that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to be getting them knives real sharp. Yeah. We're going to be coming in on those baby boys. Yeah. Because the macho man's got to make sure I can't. No more. I can't, you know, no. <sighs> Somebody's like, yeah, it's too much dick talk. Hey, I, I th- shouldn't we be talking about it? Did you not know this was happening? I, I mean, it's been thousands of years of this, and no one's like, hey, 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 stop that. That's fucked up. What are you doing? That's crazy. It's because what? A book said, no, that, fuck that book. That's insane. Why would that? <laughs> That's just the cream rising to the top. That's all that is. Um, uh, let's see what's on Odyssey. Soaker City says, was the Gaza rave cost a black swan event? It feels like everything's about to change really quick. I don't think there was any rave. Oh, they killed all these people at a rave. What, where? There's thousands of people at this and there's like no footage of any, like, why isn't it being used as propaganda constantly all over the place? Like, it just doesn't. There's footage of IDF soldiers at the rave, though, doing something. Like, I don't know what's going on there. It's not really clear, but there's. Anyway, like many other things that are being claimed, there's dubious evidence or none at all. Ryan G says, is it just me or are things getting crazier? Yeah, they're, no, they're, it's not just you. It legitimately is the terror, the, the false flag alert is at extreme. Like this is the perfect environment to like, you want to set people off and get, yep, this would definitely do it. Emotions are already really high. Everybody's already freaked out. By the time they would set off chain reaction of, of, of things that by the time people actually figured out what's going on and came to their senses, it's too late. Just like 9-11, just like Iraq, just like Afghanistan. You know, we just fucking went off hack cocked. Buildings are falling down. Nobody's answering questions like what's happening? What what seven countries and five? What is this? Who are these guys in the van? What were they doing? They're Masada. Where, where, what, what? Too late, man. Doesn't matter. Get in the truck. We're going to Libya. Libya? What do they have to? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's too late. And that's what they do. So yeah, I'm I'm very worried. A lot of people are very concerned because, let's face it, we've seen the people we have the the thought leaders, the shot callers, the the politicians, the so-called fake leaders that we have. Um, do you really think they're not going to just go right along with whatever the fuck? Do you really think they're going to protect anybody from anything? They they've shown nothing but obedience for years. They locked the country down. They destroyed. They knifed our own economy in the neck and ruined all of our futures. 
you know, it'll take, if we started today, it would take decades to recover from the damage they've done. And you think they couldn't stand up to that. They're going to stand up to something much more terrifying. They said yes to poisoning their own people and like just destroying it. These are not, you know, abandon, abandon all of those fucks. I don't know how the fuck people are even, I, they're still fighting over it. Like, well, that politician said this. And I, it's just, I don't, I don't pay any attention to any of them anymore. I don't give a shit. Unless there's like a, a clip or something comes up that I feel like I can use to like smash some of them and make them look really dumb. Uh, other than that, though, uh, I'm, it's really of no concern to me what they're up to and what they're saying because, oh shit, did it crash? Did entropy crash? Or no, I crashed. What's going on here? It sure did. Did didn't? I don't know. All right, weird. My bad. What the hell was I just talking about? War stuff, probably. Things are getting crazier. I don't know. Netanyahu says, did you know a lion wouldn't play golf, but a tiger would? <laughs> I'll see myself out. But um, good one. <laughs> Ryan says, uh, Dick 69 holds the world record for in-flight circumcisions while simultaneously dropping precision-guided ordnance, so maybe use a little respect when talking about the Dick 69. I didn't know that he was doing that. I just find this whole thing insane. I've always found it insane. I didn't even know what it was until I was like 10. I was like, wait, what? what's going on? It seemed very sick and twisted then. <laughs> you know, I, it's just a cult. Th- it's just people doing it because the cult said so. How is that any different if it's like, no, you got to fucking, uh, you got to have a bone through your nose. Like you have to. It's because the rules. Like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Uh My magic book! I don't care. I've never cared. No one cares. But, you know, actually, they do care way too much, and that's a big problem. Where are we at? Oh, my God. Am I two hammers already? i got to fucking hammer through some of this crazy shit now. Some crazy shit now. we got commie, commie politicians. we got... Fuck, I don't know. There's shit everywhere. It's real bad. 300 far-right groups. I told you about that. Fuck white people, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing every day. More of my. I'll just go left to right, and we'll see what's on the desktop. Anything else? No. Nothing I need to look at anyway. Oof. Third quarter, <laughs> or third, third, third. The last third. The final third. What? Or basically, it's three hours generally. So this is yeah. Debate. There's a raging debate, and they don't even dare show the the photo. Like this isn't that. As the city of Edmonton announced that it would light up the high-level bridge in the colors of the Palestinian flag to acknowledge the humanitarian crisis. How dare they? How dare they? True Norris attack dogs are right on that. We got to make sure. Make sure these scum know their place in the empire. Debate. There's a raging debate. The decision has sparked an impassioned debate online and comes after the bridge had previously been lit up in the colors of the Israeli flag to honor the victims of the attack. So, right? One's okay, one's not. You'll notice this, this dual, like certain things you can say and do about certain people, but other ones, there's absolutely no situation. There is no, that's the funny thing about, you know, what I like most about so-called anti-Semitism is that it's, it's basically considered now anything that criticizes Israelis or Jewish people at all 
And, you know, which in turn suggests that there's absolutely no way, reason you could, if, if that's always, if that's all it takes, any type of criticism of Israelis, the Israeli state or Jewish people or, or powerful Jewish people and say, you know, I have a, I have this problem with what you're doing. They can just simply go, oh, well, this is just coming from a place of anti-Semitism and dismiss what you're saying or pri- prosecute you for what you're saying. So I guess what I'm asking is, can we get a list of approved, like what can we, what are we allowed to criticize that involves Jewish people, Israelis, Israeli state, all of that. Can we get a list of like what, what is, oh yeah, that was really fucked up that you did, or this is fucking crazy or that, because everybody else, every other people in the world has, has these things, we all know about them, but you guys apparently just, there just isn't one or, because it seems to be illegal to suggest anything like that, which obviously can't be correct. Can it? So, you know, you'll you'll find there's a dual system here at play for certain people. Well, you just And they're all fighting over it. Maybe uh once again, the mass migration may have played into this. Did you know Conservacons? Conservablobs? <laughs> have you heard of Israel? Well, does it sound Israeli? It's because it is. Uh, did you know that these and of many others, there are many of these NGOs. This is one of the bigger ones. Uh, they're uh, oh look at this, all oh, thousands of refugees across Germany and Greece. Oh wow, great! Um, once again, how are these all of these migrants you're so worried about and all like how how'd they get here? Remember, I've, I've been saying for years, like, who's paying for this? These these weren't rhetorical questions. These were suggestions. Who pays for this? How do they get this much money? I know how much money it costs to move from on foot as a refugee, supposedly, from sub-Saharan Africa to, like, Canada or the United States or even just Europe. It's thousands of dollars. And the average, you know, wage of someone in sub-Saharan Africa is, like, a dollar a day. So these people just all at the same time. Hundreds of millions of them, like, I don't know, a hundred million people all at once were like, finally, it is the day we have saved every penny. We have saved all of our money for today. And they're all just embarking on this massive exodus to the Western world with their hard-earned money that they've saved for bus tickets and plane rides and food and fuel and accommodations and all of, you know, the resources it takes to need to affect this travel. They've just, or did somebody help them? Which do you think is more likely? And who's helping them? And why? You know, innocent questions that people should be able to ask just out of curiosity to have a better understanding of what's happening. But you're not allowed to do that. So you get attacked for that. And then they use the big A word at you. It's anti-Semitism, isn't it? Otherwise known as criticism of special people. It's what it's always used as. What did Nikki Haley say the other day? If if you don't like Zionists, if you're an anti-Zionist, then you're an anti-Semite. Okay. Yep. Can't even criticize your state policy. Can't even can't even disagree that this should even be a thing. That's the same thing. You're also Hitler. You should go to jail. Okay, good. Right on. Um, you're also not allowed to disagree, even if you're an elected official. This woman, uh, Sarah Jama, <laughs> Sarah Jama, uh, kicked from the caucus as cens- as she was censored in the legislature. Now, this is an awkward time period for a lot of people. Fortunately, I'm, you know, 
I can be the bigger man. I am in the places it counts often. <laughs> no one, no one's laughing. Um, a lot of these commies and stuff, man, they're 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 waking up to a new reality, aren't they? Remember all this, like, nobody's censoring you, bigots. No one's coming for your fucking free speech. You're just a bunch of fucking Nazis and fucking... Oh, now it's your turn, hey? Do you like this? See, you're fucking uh, BIPOC, you know. <laughs> that only goes so far, and you've reached the limits of how far you're allowed to go with this. See, once you come into this world, once you start saying, hey, man, I think the empire is out of control. No, no, now you're a Nazi, too. Now you go in the fucking in the pile of people to be destroyed. Do you understand? Is she wrong? Let's find it. Let's see. What did she do? What did this horrible Nazi do? Uh, oh, she expressed an anti-Israel sympathies, including uh, denouncing Israel as an apartheid regime. It is. It is an ethno state with the different levels of um, rights, depending on what your race is and what your citizenship is. And to be an Israeli citizen, you must have a Jewish mother, meaning you were born from a Jewish mother. It's not a you can't take a test. You know, it has to be. Yeah. And claiming it's committing atrocities in air quotes who is this noah okay true north yes true north strong and cucked indeed atrocities in air quotes nice touch because i haven't shown anything over the last couple of weeks hey that you guys i mean it's so-called atrocities so she's got to be uh she and she refused to retract the statement and participating in so-called settler colonialism yeah, it was literally just in their newspaper. I just showed it. That was in the Times of Israel or the Jerusalem Post. Which one was it? That that's what that's what they call it, True North. Andrew, that's what they call it because that's what it is. It's not so called and that's what's happening. And it's not so called apartheid. It is an apartheid state. That is objectively the truth. How you feel about it is another thing entirely, but that is reality, Andrew. <laughs> okay? Just like you need to lose weight, that is also correct. Both of these things are true at the same time. I know it's hard, but keep up. Ontario's Legislative Assembly voted to censor her and strip her of her privilege to be called upon by the House Speaker, calling her statements anti-Semitic and discriminatory. What did she do? She uh, said what was true. And now that's the end of her. Cool. How you like that? Mm-hmm. Now you're a Nazi, huh? How's it feel? You see how this works? You see how this really fucking works? Soon you will. This is a nice, fun side effect we've inherited as well. This is happening all over the world, but uh, this was the bigger one on uh, Zero Hedge Pro. It says pro-Palestinian mob. I don't know if that's accurate anymore. I think it's this is going to be the final um, issue that's going to push this into the next level of some sort of civil unrest in the United States that's probably going to eventually morph into civil war in Europe as well, I think. I don't know what's going to happen with Canada because we're pretty we'll, – if anybody makes a power grab in this country, everyone else would simply just roll over and let it happen because everyone's so cucked here. So, I mean, it's really anybody's – it's up for anybody to take at this point. Um but probably everywhere else. 
They're saying it's a pro-Palestinian mob, but you're also there's lots of crossover with all the BLM people, the environmental people, like all this. It's just become um, an inflection point for just fuck everything. The whole bring it all down. They're just anti everything Western civilization now, and uh, that's just it's it's become this like you know snowball that's rolling downhill, and it's now picking up things as it goes, and now it's just become absolutely enormous. So you're seeing all these like oh. These false back and forth, like uh, like Greta Thunberg tried to, you know, she's, well, now she's Queen o- Octopus Queen, or whatever, whatever the fuck she is with her evil octopus, right? <laughs> but they're trying to say, and Ben Shapiro and these, these idiots, these people that can't think, will say, oh, well, that's because, well, they're leftists. And that, or they left it. Because that, that's how they're trying to steal you. They're using your emotions again. That's the enemy, right? They're, they're the left. Oh, my God. They're the left. Ah, ah. Extreme left. Ah. They're the enemy. So anything they want to do, it must be bad, right? That's dogmatic. You're in a cult. It's not like they're incapable of defending the right thing. They often don't. They are very brainwashed people. They're all fucked up emotionally, mentally. Their worldview is inside out. They're very sick generally. The, that's my assessment of the left. They're, many of them are very they're very sick. Like those the fuck the craziest ones, right? They're very mentally unwell. Um, that doesn't mean they're always going to be wrong, however. They're capable of being like, this is fucked up and we shouldn't do this. And yes, in this case, they are correct. But instead of that, they just say, oh, well, no, you know how this is okay? You know how we know that the other side is bad and the people not defending Israel are bad? Because Greta supports them and she's a communist. Therefore, there you go. That's all you need to know. Don't even think about it any more than that. Right, Jordan Peterson? That's what these people are doing. It's disingenuous and it's... uh. It's intentional. It's propaganda. These people are frauds. They're not intellectuals. They're not smart. That's what separates people like that from people like them is that you can look at a situation and honestly deduce like this is what I believe to be happening regardless of what you feel about it. Whatever you, whatever you want to be true, and whatever you'd like to be true, that doesn't matter. There's just what's true and it's your job to figure out what that is and then you know tackle that as best you can. It's not how do I turn this into something I'd rather it be. That's not, you're just, now you're just lying. Oh, you're one of them. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Gad sad, another one. They're all doing this. I'm going to bend reality and change the rules because I don't, you know, because my team. <laughs> so you're a fraud. Oh, you were always a fraud. You were never a philosopher. You were never an intellectual. You were never a man of the truth. You were always just one of the chosen ones, weren't you? You're always, you're just a fucking fraud. Very good. But this is, where is this is Minneapolis today. I guess the whole city was shut down. Yeah, they're blocking street, like this kind of shit they've been doing, right? Now, play the whole, come on, I'm just trying to, jeez, just wanted to. The thing is with this, though, that's this issue at, as, the, as the latest one to be pumped into the social justice um, frenzied people who are just need, they have never seen a cause they didn't need to fucking stand with, you know? This one's kind of split down the middle, though. It's interesting. But this is bringing in uh, the energy from the Middle East I know. and all these old grievances and all these people who are uh, 
way more game to fucking throw hands than any of these any of the normal crowds typically so this snowball is going to get I mean I don't know where this this could go in any direction this could go anywhere and blow up into anything because you've involved an international community now which is of course the Muslims and I'm worried that what's going to happen is they're going to use this as a reason to... I mean, of course they're going to do this. They always do this. They'll use this as it gets more and more out of control. You're seeing them fight all over the world with you know cops to uh, you know trample again on human rights, rights of human uh, assembly, public assembly, association, protesting, gatherings. Uh, maybe the state needs more surveillance. It needs to be able to do wiretaps more easily. It needs to have access to people's phones. And we got it because it's not safe because all the terror... There's Hamas terrorists everywhere. Who the fuck knows? False flag threats real high. I mean, because they're going to have to do something about this. This isn't going away. This isn't going to stop tomorrow. Where's the uh, Kim.com one? Yeah. So the other, and another side of this coin is uh, Kim.com says, Western, despite propaganda and support from the current hypocrites who run the rules-based international order, yeah, what rules, Israel is losing globally because decades of abuse against the Palestinians have not gone unnoticed. The potential for escalation is evident. Yep. And it's it's this is all over the world now, man. Like, Egypt, Baghdad, Turkey, Canada, Korea. Like I said last week, what did you do? It's not just Muslims. It's not just Asians. I've seen every community here. It's so moving as a Palestinian who's lived in Palestine and hasn't really seen this before. I mean, it's incredible. Anyone with a conscience believes that a civilian population should never be punished in this way. What did, what did you do? Imagine you just imagine you were in a coma the last three years and you just woke up now. What is it we lay? What's going on here? You got the system for What the fuck did you people do while I was asleep? Um, we fucked we fucked everything up. It's gonna get real bad. Is there any way this is not gonna end with like violence in the streets? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's pretty sure. Sean says, my bad, didn't mean to make you say the actual word. The event sounds better. I like it. Jenstein says, sponsored ferry to meet a beautiful girl, and they have 12 wonderful kids. What? Any other dags out there ready for more sponsorship and more kids? Let's build our... Tr- is Jenstein, are you running the fucking Ubermensch program? 
Remember I was telling you guys about that? Like, probably the most hilarious job of all World War II. The SS had these guys that was just fuck shack cabins. They would just bring women out there for them to impregnate, and that's what they did. <laughs> they just studded all these guys out to fucking all these fucking women between, like, 18 and 25, like everybody they could find. Hey, are you pregnant yet? Nine! Get in the bus! Go! Go! And they just fucking... <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I think that's what Jenstein's doing. With his, he's got a blood farm. He's doing weird stuff over there. But yeah. I mean, we could. We could auction Ferry off. I mean, it's a good way to raise money, maybe. And, you know... He's single, I believe. What do you... I don't know what's going on with you whores out there. This guy's like six foot five. He's huge. Smart guy. Great big hands. You know, Dutch guy. What do you... What, do you, what is wrong with you? I don't know. He's going to get scooped up. You're going to miss it. What's that noise? Is the ground shaking? That fairy is the rumblings of whores running this way. <laughs> he's a hard worker, you know. He's got everything he wants. He's even got a he's got a reverse Hitler mustache. <laughs> Cam says, oh, my God, a bunch of babies died of herpes in New York because the rabies, the rabbis had cold sores. Sigh. That's unfortunately a true story. I know it sounds – or am I, not, is that not allowed, am I not allowed to say that? I just read a super chat that I, of a story I've happened to have read before in the New York Post, I do believe, many, 10 years ago. But I guess – does that count as criticism? Is that incitement of hate? I don't know anymore. I don't fucking know anymore. All I know is it's very, you got to be, they're passing new laws every day and they're already so fucked up. It's like, you might as well just not say anything then if you're worried about getting arrested. Cause it's like, that's the fucking world we're in. We're basically in, we're this close to being uh, East Berlin. Jacob Powell says a uh, question for you. What do you, your kids think when they see dad running around the house, ass out with a suit on, no trousers and just, <laughs> well, I don't do that. Uh, Blair in the basement. They think you're crazy, or I don't think they don't really know. I mean, they know I do work on the internet, but they, you know, on computers and stuff. But they don't. Uh, they're busy with their own stuff. They don't care. They're kids. They don't. Uh, I don't talk to them about it. They don't need to know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let them be kids. Are you kind of like Randy? No, I'm not like Randy. But they do uh, live in my house in the city with their mom, and uh, you know, I see them when I can. But it's been difficult when you're on house arrest and you're hours away, and you're not allowed to. You know, you got to be home at a certain time, and you can't leave before a certain time. And it's fucking, you know, about two hundred and some dollars a trip and gas and everything. And yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, Richard Payne says you can be a black uh, Muslim woman in a wheelchair and still end up. Below the hats on the ladder of intersectional oppression. Absolutely incredible. Yep. She thought her black Muslim woman power was going to be enough for her to be like, mm-hmm, and social justice. And it was like, actually, uh, veto card, you are now destroyed. You know, th- she thought she was about, she, she thought she was going to get a hashtag. She thought she was going to be the face of a movement, solidarity, and there'd be poster, like, just like all the other things, right? And she went in there thinking she was, this was going to happen. And then she, no, she got a fucking spear in the neck instead. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. Not surprising to me, but you may be surprised. I'm not at all surprised, which should tell you something. Jenstein says, I need the colored fear symbol again. Yeah, we do need that. We need a bar that tells us how afraid we're supposed to be every day. Bad Grandpa says, can Dr. Jenstein and I run a camp? I don't... 
I, I mean, how old are you guys? You know, you're a grandfather. I don't know how old Jenstein. I mean, you can run the camp, but I mean, the the stud. I mean, Ferry will probably be one of the. I mean, I just said right. It's going to be the younger guys between a certain age. I mean, maybe I don't know. What are you guys going to listen? I, I th- this whole thing is fucking weird. All right, figure it out amongst yourselves. All right, Jenstein's running some kind of weird sex camp for Ferry. Bad grandpa wants in on it. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I don't need to know. I've already... I know way too much already. <laughs> Jenstein says, agree with the dark humor angle. You're the best. I'm okay. I'm just the only one doing it right now. That's all. <laughs> this is definitely not the best. 78 a.m. I woke up after getting a vax. Can I still be of use? Well, yeah, as long as you don't die. <laughs> Hopefully you don't die. Those, most lots of people are 90 what, what is the actual numbers is it 95 percent of the country is vaccinated i think so you can it's 90 or 95 percent it's it's i mean what are you gonna do it's that's that's just that's where it is now the uh not everybody had any support network you're you're isolated you're atomized like right we tried to find as many people and that was the point of that was part of it find your friends all right we got to get everybody together and because this is crazy and you can't deal with this shit on your own you need to have a peer group you need to have a tribe you need to have friends you need to have backup moral support people you can you know if you're all on your own if you're by yourself and you're the only one that thinks that way in your friend group your circle your peer group your workplace you're, you're gonna fucking probably get rolled over man so and you'll cave and a lot of people did and they said that was the reason they did it and they said had i had this before i wouldn't have well and it's like we got to as many people as we could get to but and it is what it is this is this is where we're at now there's no point in bitching about it what's done is done it's a waste of time to uh you know obsess over it now rob says also for the ladies fairy has a 12 inch horn (laughs) Rob, i was trying to infer that i said that with the hand i was like he's got big hands you just leave it at that you're coming in with these super specific... Why do you know that? And you're using numbers? Like, why are you using numbers? Numbers suggest you've been close enough to measure it, which is weird and get... I know you didn't mean for it to come out that way. I just... I'm trying to... It's 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 constructive criticism, you know? Revan says spitting is a felony after COVID. Is spitting a felony now? Probably is. It's probably attempted murder. Wild Rose says, Hello, I want to know your opinion of what we can do to help fix our country. <laughs> from grandma and thank you for caring oh how much time do you have i've been saying that just stick around for like 30 hours of of this and you'll maybe get the sense of it but uh it's going to take a lot of work years decades and uh it's going to be one of those things where to to return it or even create or have something similar to what we grew up with in the 80s and 90s simply put guys i don't think that's going to happen in our lifetime i don't think that's even possible but if we start now and start really, you know, come together to make an effort for this, it is possible that our children could live to see that. Like my kids could be in their 50s and be like, thank fuck our dads, you know, <laughs> grabbed hold of the reins when they did rather than leaving it to us to deal with when we're totally outpowered and over, you know what I mean? And outnumbered and out, you know. It's just, it's like generational thinking. It's like planting trees and building those old cathedrals in Europe. Like the guys that laid the foundational stones, they died long before any of that shit was ever finished. It wasn't about that. It was about, you know, for the future, for the next generation, they'll be able to work on it. And then even the next generation may not have finished it. Some of these castles and fort, they took like a hundred years to build, man. It wasn't done in 12 to 16 weeks by a fucking du- buy it on the internet. Uber Eats delivered an Amazon instant, you know, civilization crew it took an incredible amount of work because we used to think that way generationally 
10 years from now, what can I, what can I get done? And, you know, think about what will take 10 years to do and start doing it now. No, it's like, well, what can I do today right now? Easy button, instant, fast food, fast sex, fast solutions to fast problems. Everything's got to be now, now, now. That's just not realistic. And when you keep thinking in that, you're going to stay in that. You're going to think in this instant right now, um, in the moment thinking and actions and behaviors. And it's, you're just going to go in circles. You're never going to get anything done. Anything like that's going to take decades of effort. So buckle up. <laughs> uh Revan says Valhal's snack bar. Yes. Uh, one Mia says we need to return to austerity putting like our ancestors did. Cheers. Uh, there is something to be said for that, to uh, living in an austere environment. That's what the Spartans did. That's what a lot of ancient peoples believed. Not to the point of like torture, but there are certain things that too much of it will just soften you, and it the, the price of that is more than you can imagine. And I think now... Like that kind of wisdom has been lost and we've lost that discipline. We used to have harder people with harder mentalities of, you know, more disciplined behavior and the way we carried ourselves, like just the way people used to dress even and everything else. It's all gone so far the other way that, um, like we, we don't even know what we've done. And now we're starting to reap the benefits of that. We're starting to see the, the, the cost of what it is to have a weak man society where people just men, especially just roll over and let things happen and go, I'll just leave it for the next guy. And I fucking don't want to, I just want to watch TV. The cost of that has been everything. What did you lose as a result of just deciding to be a, an uninterested, apathetic sloth that chases, you know, money and things and capitalism and fucking, getting a bigger boat and blah, blah. The cost of that temporary satisfaction of that generation of the, you know, 50, 60, 70, the cost of that was all of civilization. That's what it cost you. Because harder men and, you know, people that were, you know, rejected too much, too much privilege and, and too much uh, luxury and too much indulgence and to, to focus on what's important and never straying too far away from the reality of life that it's cruel and heartless and can fucking take you. You, you can't. You can't turn your back on that shit and think you're special and think you live in a ivory tower in a gilded cage and nothing bad will ever happen to you and you can fuck off the future and you don't need to count your fucking seeds anymore. You don't need to be like the squirrel and save for winter. You can just fuck off. You can just float in the pool with your sunglasses on and drink margaritas all day. You don't need to fucking worry about it. It's all good, bro. Until it isn't and now it's not and uh, we're fucked. So it's going to be a shitty couple of decades, I think. It's going to be... A lot of remember the old days, and in some ways, our children will be, you know, better for it. Especially the ones that are really young now, because they're not really going to remember w what it was like. Um, so that's also a strength of ours, and it's going to be a pain <laughs> because we know what's possible because we lived in it, and we're the last remnants of the old world that was pre-digital surveillance pre-government reading your phone you know logs and your emails and spying on everything and everything is being terrorism and you got to be careful of what you say and you can get fired for doing the wrong thing and everything is that's all this didn't used to be like this and we're the last ones that remember that like our no nobody younger than us like generally my generation nobody younger than that under the age of like 28 20 30 maybe i'm 37 so maybe under the age of 30 at this point is even going to have any vague recollection of the pre 9-11 world and that needs to be maintained. We have to keep that alive for them who can only ever imagine 
they've never lived like my kids grew up in a like Netflix existed when they were born. You know what I mean? So there's no way it's all just it's all just imaginary to them. Like World War II would have been to me. I can't imagine. I can I mean I can imagine it, but I can't really relate to what it was like to live in those times with like you know no electricity. Everybody took horses to work. You know what I mean? That wasn't that long ago. But I grew up after in the after times, not the before times. So I don't know what any of that shit was like. And in the 30s and 40s, in the 20s and 30s, when the depression hit and everything fell apart and everything, the economy imploded, most, I think 80 to 90% of the population of our countries lived in rural communities, rural farming, you know, typical agrarian styled communities that we've always had going back thousands of years. This is always how we've lived. This giant mega city, everybody packed in on top of concrete blocks and to extract the maximum amount of wealth with the biggest marketplaces and the most coins being traded around, that always ends up in destruction, and that has never been uh, what we've been about. If you go back far enough, you can see that this is a pattern. This is something that... So, you know, we went from a healthy way of living to a shittier one, but anyway, when that hit, most people already lived on, you know, rural... You know, farm had a lot of they grew a lot of their own food, had farms and stuff anyway, or they knew people that did. Now, most people live in cities and urban areas. So, what happens if there's a food shortage this time? A lot of fighting, right? A lot of people that don't know how to get food, don't know how to make, grow, or find food. They just know how to take it from other people, and they're desperate. There's not really going to be any other choices. So that's what that's what the cities are going to turn into. Very dangerous places to live, as the have-nots uh, take from the haves until there's really nothing left to take, and it's just a city full of poor, violent. You know, it'll be it'll be like Judge Dread. The currency of the city will be like drug trade and sex, prostitution for the women, drug trade for the men, and that's what the children will grow up in. That's primarily going to be how it works, uh, and it's just going to be kind of a giant prison. Sounds fun. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not a fan of the cities. Get out of there. I don't know where I started with this whole run on tangent, but uh, was that part of, because uh, Grammy was asking, how do you fix the future? You start work, you start, we got to go back to the old ways and go back to the way we used to do things. Go back to what, what were people doing and living and behaving and what did they believe and value when things were like running well? What were the, what math did they learn at school at that time? You know what I mean? What did they learn? What did they know? How did they apply themselves? How did they organize themselves? How did they do things? Because when they were running shit, we we didn't have these fucking problems, did we? So that's how my problem-solving brain works. I go back, like, let's go, let's retrace our steps to when things were going well or okay. Can we go back to at least when things were going okay? Let's go back there in our minds and let's observe the differences between now and then and then and now. What's changed? Let's maybe, okay, we got to go back. We got to go back. Um. All right. Uh, Netanyahu says, "Speaking of circumcision, I don't want to anymore." Wasn't there a rabbi that infected a half dozen? Ki- yeah. So yeah, yes, we mentioned that in another super chat. Yeah, it's a thing. He says, "Edmonton, I have family up there, and the women are stupid. <laughs> My cousins are better off with me in Chirac. Oh, you're in Chicago. We got guns and knives, and knife gun bombs, and gun bomb knives. Sick. Uh, virtual asylum says, "Do you think they?" Th- they thought their mass migration through. Uh, who depends on who you mean by they? It says now that the West has mobilized against sexualization of children and the pro-Palestine stance, or do they have an ace up their sleeve with this plan? The whole that whole reason, and when I mean they, I mean like the empire, like the real bad guys. This is part of their prophecy: is to have this, you know, 
giant mixing bowl of all the peoples to create the maximum amount of chaos. That's because it's because the magic books and everything say that's what has to happen. So that's what they're doing. And uh, only only Western countries have to be multicultural. They're being brought into a fucking chaotic state of madness and bankruptcy and everything else. None of these none of these refugees go to Israel, obviously, right? None of them ever. Um, Netanyahu says two hundred round trip. Next one's on me. Two hundred round trip. Oh the get. Ga- oh fuck. Thanks, man. You didn't have to do that. I appreciate it though. Thank you. Yeah, it's generally in gas. Yeah, I have a pickup truck. It's a couple hours. It's one way. So yeah, it's about. It's about uh yeah, it gets up there. <laughs> gas is and gas will probably be about four dollars a liter once once the war kicks off. Uh, Ditch bangers Canada says what happened to every child matters. That's only only certain ones and only when the TV says okay. The TV says kill the brown ones, kill the brown Arab ones. So that's what we have to do. We have to slava. That's what uh, Zio Jesus wants. That's what whatever. What was I doing before that? It's what crazy circumcision guy wants. It's what everybody. It's what everyone wants. Uh, where are we? I read these ones. <laughs> Rob. Uh, next time Rob and, and Fairy hang out, it's going to be awkward now. You know. <laughs> Plutonymous says, I took down my Ukraine decorations and put up my Armageddon decorations. We need Hezbollah in Canada. <laughs> the Canadian soldiers are all way less than useless. I long for the day when we are all Nazis. Well, it's get, the club's getting bigger faster every day, is it? They call everyone that opposes them Nazis. So it's like it's eventually it's going to be everyone. Because more and more people are figuring out that this is a, there's a lot of crazy people saying crazy things. Bad Grandpa says, how would you defend the plaid line? What do you mean? What plaid line? Clothing line, defensive line, clothes line. I, I don't know. Um, Jensen says he has a maid. She wears a skirt and tight shirt. Boobs busting out. This is Canada. Can I ask her for the death shot? <laughs> what? What? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in any of these chats. I think we should. I'm going to abandon ship on the chats for a little bit. This is. I spent too much time already. Uh, all the time, really. I didn't even really touch a lot of this stuff. There's so much more that let's just, oh, I need some water. My throat hurts, man. I've been talking straight through for three hours. All right. Okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah. This is, um, kind of was talking about earlier, um, Devin Stack. Again, he's popping up a lot lately. Black Pill in uh, top tier post. <laughs> Uh, kind of what I was mentioning before, I'll just read what he says. His conservative babysitters like Shapiro uh, point out that BLM and Greta don't support Israel with the ex- expectation that you'll fly into a rage and support Israel to own them because their audience really is that retarded. It's like reverse psychology working on a toddler. <laughs> and he's right. Like I said, like they think just because, oh, well, Greta, boo, and Greta don't like Israel, then that means I love Israel, boo, Greta, yay, dead babies. Like, it's retarded. He's right. He's absolutely right. And that's uh, that's what they've been doing. It's really fucking stupid and transparent. Like, that, like, like we're all going to be that stupid, and it's the job of uh, certain people to fix that. Um... This I found to be just hilarious. Let's listen to the top politician in the country. This is the actual leader of the conservative party. I mean, they say that Apple man, 
Apple Millhouse eating an apple. He's not. In, he's not really in charge. This person is. The honorable member for Thornhill. Imagine having lunch in a Jewish-owned business in downtown Toronto. Would never happen. I cannot imagine this. First of all, what did I say? Um, she posted this and says, "If I told you this was Canada in 2023, you couldn't even imagine it." I said, imagine it's 2023 and you're a Jewish lesbian Zionist LARPing as a Canadian conservative man while dressing up in a Mickey Cohen costume in the House of Commons for Halloween. Seriously, what the fuck is this? Nice shoulder pads. You look huge, bro. What are you shoulder pressing? Two plates? Nice pinstripe tu- uh, tunic there, Cohen. Are you confused? Are you a man today? Or is that what it is? Is this one of those like, I identify, I feel today, I'm feeling masculine today. I'm done. I don't care. And again, like my grandfather's generation, absolutely we would have made fun of this on its face. You Do, are you, are you, do you know if you're in the right body or not? Like, is that what's going on? You're trying to run the country, huh? And I'm supposed to sit here plain-faced and just accept that you're dressing like a, like a uh, Jewish gangster man. When you're very obviously not that. This is the the female version of a man just wearing a dress to work. Why don't you get him to wear a dress and, and just there. And no one laugh and no one say anything. Be like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, it's 2023 and this is how it is now? No, I don't care what year it is. There's certain, like, that's just always going to be silly. You're being silly. Why are you dressed, uh, why are you dressed like a man? Anyway. Only to be shouted at because you're Jewish. Imagine being harassed outside your children's school where you've been told that they would be safe as they are escorted in by uniformed police officers. Now, I'm going to scroll. I'm going to roll this back for a minute. It's about a minute long. I'm going to let her talk here because she's got a lot of really, she's a very powerful speaker, very intelligent person, and totally, I can't wait until she's running the country. Um... There's been some slight alterations to this little speech that she's going to try to... Because, I mean, the special powerful people, the special chosen people like herself, they don't like what's happening, so everything else has to fucking stop. Everything else in the world, have you noticed, has stopped now because the special people are upset, okay? And the special people are going to tell you... Many of the people in this audience are part of an exclusive... We just had a little chat about it. Certain segment of the population... May have been discriminated against in the past. Maybe not. Everybody's got a different little story, don't we? About the old needle years. Well, Roosterhead here was a very big part of making sure that that happened as they stood in solidarity with why isn't Canada getting vaccinated even faster? Remember that. Remember all of that. Remember stay home and stay safe and all of that shit. While she's about to lecture you on how you can't possibly understand how it feels to be segregated, discriminated, and othered against in your own country. Let me fucking, just just before, you know what, I'm going to get ready. I don't actually want to just play this on its own. I think this is going to need some soundtrack music. This is really going to be moving, I can't wait, I tell you. This is going to be like a fucking Steven Spielberg music. It's got to be good. Can I get the Schindler's List soundtrack? Or maybe this one. Sad violin music that will make you cry. That'll do it. That's what we're looking for. That's the kind of energy we're about to experience. Let's see here. Are we ready for this? Where's the... (laughs) Where are you at, Rooster? This is Rooster. Take it away, Rooster. Well, once my music... Here we go. We're going to hear all about it now, guys. 
Jewish-owned business in downtown Toronto only to be shouted at because you're Jewish. Imagine being harassed outside your children's school where you've been told that they would be safe as they are escorted in by uniformed police officers. Imagine being told you shouldn't come to the office on, the mon on a Monday morning or maybe they would be wise to take off the religious identifier that was meant to signify your faith off your front door because it would make you a target. You don't have to imagine it. It's all happening here, and it's further fueled by the irresponsible statements pushed by the Prime Minister, who six days after rep repeating Hamas's talking points, still hasn't corrected the record. Imagine being terrified in your own community and having a Prime Minister who hasn't said a word about it. Quite the opposite. He took the word of a terrorist organization over his own militaries and our allies and still hasn't retracted his statement. Oh, thank you. They clap for me at the end. I'm a very good violin player now. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I couldn't hear you, uh, Rooster. I couldn't hear you over all the dead people that you killed with the pokey poke and the denial of human rights and the suicides and all the businesses and families you destroyed. I couldn't, I couldn't hear you on account of the violin and the screaming. I'm sorry. What? What was that? Was somebody rude to you, you fucking bitch? Good! All packed up. Just like you should be. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> Pack it up and go home. Nobody wants to hear your fucking sob stories. Especially from you. Oh, gee, oh, everybody, oh, the millionaires are upset. Oh, the millionaires that gave themselves all the big raises and made themselves all the nice, real smart business investments and mask companies and vaccine producers and the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars they made. Oh, they're being victimized, you guys. You don't know what it's like over there. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. I don't fucking care. Even a little bit. I'm not even a little bit concerned. I 100% don't give a fuck at all. Suck my dick. Put that in a fucking clip that and put it in the news again, Rachel. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I don't. Less people do every day. Let's hear from some of her friends. I'm sure, you know, it's not like a... There is no mercy. You may think you're being merciful to a child, but you're not being merciful to the child. What? Are we talking about killing babies again? Oh, good. You're being vicious to the ultimate victim that this child will grow up and kill. Because the ideology that that child will grow up with is even worse than the ideology of his father. Well, you killed his father. So, I mean, that probably plays into it, yeah? Hence the reason why the Torah and the book of Deuteronomy... This is what, what... What is this about? What is this schizophrenic, like, like this Alzheimer's fucking, you know, Lou Gehrig's disease? What is going on with this whenever they... Chapter 20, verse 16 says, Rules of war... Are you coked out? Like, what is it? Do not allow anyone to remain alive. Nothing. No mercy. Oh, well, there you go. It says in the magic book to kill everything. Leave nothing alive. There you go. Kill children. Kill babies. Furthermore, 
The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 25, verse 19. Machoid Zechel Amalek. Completely. Oh, there's that Amalek again. I know that word. Erase any memory of Amalek. Oh, all right. That's you, by the way, guys. Which means men, women, and children, the Torah says, oh, good. do not have the right to exist. Okay, good. Good. We don't have the right to exist. The chosen man, the, he speaks for God, guys. God told him he's allowed to say all the, like, that's, that's what's up. So if you don't like it, you take it up with God, okay? Oh, what else are the conservatives doing? This is, I love, this is just condescending horseshit. Listen to this fucking, this is fun. Was, were you, did you tell your MPs not to sign this or symbolically do you think it would have, obviously you can't force a terrorist organization, an organization that's been declared a terrorist organization for decades now in this country to abide by it, but symbolically do you think it would have made a difference? What? To sign this letter at least to say. So this is a new power move he's doing? <laughs> How many people tune in for the like the breakdowns of these fucking psychopaths and what they're trying to do to manipulate people? <laughs> this is a hobby of mine. Uh, I have no formal training. I just have eyes and my brain isn't completely broken. So this is a new power move I've noticed he's doing. He'll just wait for you to stop talking and then ask a like a very simple, basically forcing you to repeat yourself again, which makes you look like you're on, it makes him, it's designed to make him look confident and the person asking the question to be put them on their kind of back leg, they look unconfident, they have, they're not sure of themselves, they have to repeat the question, right? This is what he's been doing with the Apple guy, he's doing it again. There's nothing confusing about what she said. He could have easily continued the conversation, but instead he's doing this fucking, is, is this what you, did you learn this at the seminar on the weekend, peeps, you fucking loser? You got lifts in your shoes again, homo? can't force a terrorist organization, an organization that's been declared a terrorist organization for decades now in this country, to abide by it. But symbolically, do you think it would have made a difference? Well, I think, uh, blah, blah. No, no, no. We're going to do this instead. What? To sign this letter, at least to say, the Americans no. have encouraged and they've had discussions with Netanyahu to you know, undertake the most peaceful approach possible in this situation, while also saying Israel has the right to defend itself, which the Prime Minister here has said on several occasions since this all unfolded, this horrific event two weeks ago. So what is your question? You see what I mean? He knows what she said. He just... <laughs> this motherfucker. Symbolically, would it have, you know, maybe been a, a gesture to have conservative MPs join liberals and new Because now you see what's happened. It's This is 46 seconds into this clip. She's been talking. Base, he said two words for 46 seconds since she's done all the talking. And he's going to walk away from this looking like the smart, confident, quiet guy. And she's just, oh, my God, she just couldn't stop talking. It's, it's on purpose. This is an intentional. People that aren't paying attention and the dumb dumb. Oh, my God, he ate an apple. That was so fucking beast. Those morons, they eat this shit up. They think it makes them look like a G. It's so it's so painful to watch it too, and then watch them all just like jizzing themselves over over this stuff. And I'm just like, I fucking hate this guy more than ever. And saying, let's call for a ceasefire. Um, it would have been a gesture to Hamas, uh, to uh, it would encourage Hamas to become even more violent. How and vicious, obviously. And by the way, Israel, uh, this is the same Hamas that Israel supported and put over the top of Yasser Arafat and his guys. Is that the same one? Did you do you know that or do you care? We, uh, our heart breaks for every lost Israeli and Palestinian 
innocent life. The blame rests. Now we're going to try and play both sides, are we? Entirely with Hamas and their state sponsors mm. in terror. Which is Israel. Ran the Iranian government, oh. which helped orchestrate this attack. We have to defeat the terrorism in order to get to a peaceful, to safe. He's George Bush, we just got to defeat the terrorists, guys. That's all it is. It's just simple. They're evil. Remember, they're demonically possessed, he said. Remember how he said they're demonically possessed? So we're going to get exorcists, and we're going to defeat the terrorism, and then when Batman returns the Tesseract to Superman, and we... and It's <laughs> a two-state solution that will allow Israelis to continue to have a Jewish state and Palestinians to have an independent state of their own. So a, a total, a, base, a completely non-committal, two-sided, you know, answer... Playing it safe, trying to fucking... Everything about this guy... This is career politician 101. If they, if there was a politician that was made in a factory to be, I am 100% career pol politician mode, like every grease ball, that's your guy right there. That's it. This is the one. I'm pointing in every different direction. They would say, oh no, that's... that's that fucking gonna get the libs out. That guy's an imbecile. He's a terror... He's not a very good politician. He's a better speaker, but he's not very good at anything else. He's very... You know, this guy, on the other hand, nope. They fucking polish him right up. Right good. And he's going to be the one presiding over this dumpster fire when it goes down the toilet, which I think is good. I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, that was funny. So it's fitting that as Canada moves toward the end, that this entitled, soft-handed coward should be the one to preside over its demise. Smug, entitled, detached from reality, and condescendingly assuring he knows better than everyone else. How very Canadian. Now we're doing this. Because we're not broke enough, guys. How many times have I said over the last two years, if, if I was trying to bankrupt this country, I don't know what else I could do to do it faster. They're doing it as fast as anyone possibly could. Now we're now we're doing again. Here we come again. Universal basic income attempt number three or four. Canada is considering a guaranteed universal basic income, just like the communists have promised. Yes, it's taking baby steps towards a basic income program meant to broadly address poverty. Uh huh. Just print money and give it away for free. That's gonna fix it. Senate's National Finance Committee began looking into Senator Kim Pate's proposal for a never the guy's name is Pate, Pate. Like you can't you can't listen to that man. Kim is this a woman or a man? Kim Pate. This is a made up person. You know, national framework is a universal basic income program on October seventeenth. Since as far back as the seventies, Canada's flirted with the idea of a basic income program. Yeah, because there's communists that are flirting with nearly taking control of this country for what they have it now. The push for the program gained more momentum during uh, the pandemic as people, you know, they got free money and they got to stay home in sweatpants and not work. And surprisingly, it was very popular with the fucking zombie drones. Can you imagine? And now they're like, we want it all the time permanently. Do you have any fucking idea what that costs? Oh, and by the way, this is going to be open to like migrants and refugees. I, I think even like non-permanent residents. Yep. I knew it was in there. 
The Senate bill proposed a guaranteed basic livable income for anyone in Canada over the age of 17, including temporary workers. Oh, you're just here from the Philippines? Here, have money for no reason. Have my money for no fucking reason. Just have it, because you're here, and you're... Why not? Who else? Oh, refugee claimants. Oh, did you just get off a fucking plane? How about live for free? Permanent residents and refugee claim. Well, there's here's a problem with this, guys. Yeah, they're just showing up at airports by the by the bigger numbers than anybody ever in history. Ottawa's ease some visitor visa requirements, so now it's even easier. Show up, say you're a refugee, free money. You don't have to do it. You can just live the Serb life forever. Just jerk off and harass women on subways all day long. Collect money for free. Get high at night. What's not to love? That's the new Canadian dream in Hotel California. Show on up. Come on out. 50% going out of discount sale. Going out of business discount sale. That's what we're doing here at Hotel Canucafornia. Nobody speaks the same language. It's 17 floors of strangers, and everybody hates everybody, and down in the lobby, everybody's fighting with everybody. Six different languages are having six different fights in six different directions with six different groups of people. Drunks are starting fights in the bar for no reason at all, other than they're drunk, and they're middle-aged, they have nothing else to do, they don't know what else to do, so they're just making lots of noise. And if you want to complain about any of this, you can go to the manager's office, and you'll find Becky in there, has a nice pin on her shirt, says manager. She's actually taking pictures of her ass right now for her TikTok channel that's canada in a nutshell so why don't you go back to your room and when you get there find a note under the door that says hey the the rate has doubled since the an hour ago so now you owe twice as much money for your room which is now apparently has somalians squatting in it enjoy enjoy and we're gonna print more money for all of these people it's gonna be great well, we got to get the libs out. It's just because of the libs. We go, oh, is it the libs? Yo, look who I found. I've played this clip before, and since the universal basic income has come back up, look what else is resurfaced. Well, there's some political parties now saying, Melissa, that they want to have this as a steady thing, the, you know, the minimum income. Well, you know what? I actually do uh, somewhat agree with that. No fucking way. Can you believe that? The Zionist has left-wing tendencies for our countries. I can, or none. And there's a conservative position on this. No, there the isn't. Universal income benefit, the thing that you're talking mm-hmm. about, where you're giving people a living wage, that's going to come. So that living wage, that's another communist talking point? Okay, it's not called a minimum wage. It's called a living wage. Why is it called a living wage? They're using the word living wage because to suggest less than that would be what? A dying wage, a death wage, a people not alive wage. They're going to be unaliving. It's emotionally charged language to be used intentionally to propagandize you into supporting it. She's a communist. They're fucking commies, dude. Get the libs out. I'm trying to fucking save you in the least nice way that I can because there's no fucking time to be nice about it anymore. Stop it. Oh, I think PP bro, you're not you're going to die. That's what's going to happen. Go fuck go, go die then. Go go uh hang out with the communists and you know, don't come looking for me and us and the rest of the fellas when you're hungry and there's fucking murders all over the place where you live. And the police don't answer the phone anymore. Don't come looking for us. You wanted this. This is what you chose. And it could be that by a different name. Doesn't sound so, very conservative to me. Melissa. I actually think conservative. It's, it's not strange, you know, Mr. Magoo, man. And I mentioned this point before. This guy frightens me. Like, some of these paintings on behind him, 
Uh, it's terrifying. Like, what are these? Where is this? Is this where he lives? Does he really dress like this all the time? Did he paint these? Are these like, does he, does he kidnap children and make them paint these strange portraits of rabbits before he kills them and he hangs them on the wall as a trophy? I don't know what the, any of this is going on. I don't know who this guy is. All I know is, and I'm not saying that's what he's doing, but I have these ideas in my head. And until he, you know, reassures me that this can't be true, I'm going to consider it. Let's continue. Game. Doesn't sound so, very conservative to me. Melissa. I actually think conservatives can own this because you know what it does do? It And they are going to own it because she's the leader. She's the real leader. And this is what's going to happen. You, I just read it in the Toronto Star. They, they pitched it again. Guess who the next incoming government is? So they'll be owning it. CPC, is the communist basic income is coming and it's coming from you. <laughs> does take uh, government out of the mix of a bunch of means-tested programs uh, thrown out of Ottawa by a bunch of bureaucrats and gives everybody that... that Free money. That thing that they need. Free money. To get back to work. Free money. And we put, you know, we, we put that onto people. Free money. Uh, and we believe in them and we try... Free to, money. Try to get them out of poverty. How are... With free money. And who's going to pay for this? Oh, Mr. Magoo probably is actually going to ask the right question. Future government's going to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. I think that any government that wants to bring this forward is a government that's going to need a mandate from the people. Absolutely. So, what's our economy going to be like? How are we going to pay for this? Um, people are going to want us to. That was her answer. They'll have to have a mandate from the people. That's that's insane. That's a crazy person answer. That doesn't even make any sense. How are future governments going to pay for that? I think that any government that wants to bring this forward is a government that's going to need a mandate from the people. Okay, well, people will tell them to. Yeah. Hey, you guys want free money? Yes. There, we have a mandate. Do it. There, done. It's That means it's magically paid for somehow. This is how economics works in the mind of Roosterhead. Absolutely. So, what's our economy going to be like? Well, right now, it's fucking terrible. No, no, you, sh 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 enough of you talking, woman. Can I do it? I just have to. Am I close to making the right face? I'm going. My head's going the wrong way. Or she's doing this shoulder, and she's looking that way. Like, pretty close, right? What's our economy going to look like? Well, let's see. We've never been more in debt than we are right now. We have no gold reserves whatsoever. All of our natural resources are being owned by the Chinese. All of our manufacturing and heavy industry has been shipped overseas to China. And uh, we have a massive, massive housing crisis with nowhere to put everyone. Uh, average person's $200 to be going completely broke. And 20% of mortgage holders are looking at foreclosure by the fourth quarter of this year. This is the worst possible time imaginable to mass print an insane amount of money and just fucking throw it a helicopter money is what you want to do terrible fucking idea but let's see her i'm sure she's got a better i'm sure she's got an explanation she's wearing a leopard print shirt with half of her head shaved off is sitting in a serial killer's house what else could you want oh, that you know we closed our doors and this affected adversely sort of the 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 lowest wage jobs the preca uh, the precarious yep. labor uh and we got to figure out how to get people out of that trained up <laughs> Okay, go back. There's a lot of gobbledygook happening here. Let's. I gotta hear this again. Absolutely. So, what's our economy gonna be like? So, what's our economy gonna be like in this situation? Okay. That you know, we closed our doors, and this effect. We didn't close our doors. We have the fastest changing demographics in the history of the world outside of a genocidal war with Genghis Khan. Our doors are wide open, and we are being uh, flooded with people faster than anyone in history. But anyway.
affected adversely sort of the 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 lowest wage jobs the preca- uh, the precarious yep. labor what we've closed our doors and it's affected the lo- well we didn't do that and none of that's true and in fact we have more people than we have jobs and the jobs that the this low wage precarious like what, um they're disappearing because of technology and 99% of the people you're importing into here are low wage low skill low IQ people who are not going to be doctors and scientists they're going to be uber drivers and mcdonald's workers and all that stuff is uh up for, i mean it's competition it's getting scarce and there's not going to be anything for them to do the average the lowest minimum iq to do the basic you know cheapest paying job is going up year after year what is your plan what are we doing with those people how do they fit in to the people mandated leopard print shirt you know economy where which is all just gobbledygook there's no real there's nothing there's no substance to anything that's being said here and this is sent around the internet and the, and broadcast on television so people sit there eating their tv dinner which is all just chemicals and slop go well i'm glad we're getting the limbs out it's fucking maddening to sit here and live in this dimension uh and we got to figure out how to get people out of that trained up into whatever a new economy looks like a digital economy a delivery economy whatever it is how about a war economy? Because that's what our enemies are on. Seems like they're uh, getting ready for something. I'm sorry, what's a digital economy? What is a deliver a delivery economy? She said those words. I just want you to hear this one more time before I just rip the fucking absolute guts out of this person. Wage jobs, the preca- uh, the precarious yep. labor, uh, and we got to figure out how to get people out of that, trained up into whatever a new trained up into economy looks like a digital economy, a delivery economy, whatever it is. I think the government needs to invest in actual people, in in uh, in skills, in making sure that we're ready for whatever the economy looks like. She's using the word whatever a lot. Trained up in skills for like whatever and stuff. You know, like a digital economy, like a delivery economy. So you're telling me that your big idea, what you imagine, what you envision, that the labor force, the the overall general effort, what kind of economy? Because Canada used to have an energy-based economy. Yeah, Western Canada with the oil sands, the pipelines, forestry industry, we had a lot of that too. That used to, we had a very, re, we're a very resource-rich country. It would make, to me, it makes a lot of sense to capitalize on that wealth of resources we have. Uh, there's tons of plutonium and I, like, we have fucking everything here. Canada has too much of fucking everything. And your big idea is, hey, maybe we can all be fucking Uber drivers and deliver things for Amazon. Maybe it'll be a digital economy where everybody just takes pictures of their coochies and sells it on the internet. You know, it's like a fucking... You get out! Get the fuck out of my building! Holy shit! Holy fucking... This is not enough. I'm not... I'm not getting it. I'm not... I don't think I'm making the point. They need to be fired, and they need to be fired now. You know? No chance that's, what you got. that's not how you run a fucking country! I'm not having people driving around delivering pizzas and trying to buy houses for $5 million a square foot, Melissa! 
delivering pizzas? Only fans? This is your economic? This is your idea. Get the fuck out of my town! Somebody hit her with a chair on the way out! Get her wallet too! She's got her credit cards! She's trying to charge it all to Israel! I'm going to walk down there myself and give her a stunner. <laughs> you know, it's like a... Di- this, is the, this is one of the most powerful people in the country, by the way. Good times. Good times. I mean, when you're looking back through history and you're seeing like a lot of the great rulers and great, you know, people that are just like, man, they fucking really move the needle on the world state. You know, did any of them... Did that strike you as one of those people or does it seem more like a... An incompetent buffoon who's playing dress up with our lives and running everything into the ground. Take your time and, you know, feel it out. Think about it. Don't don't answer right now. Just, you know, we'll see how you feel about it on Wednesday or Friday, maybe. And I got to, uh, yeah, this was, was this discussed? Was this today? Was this yesterday? I didn't even see this clip yet. I'm scared of it. It is my privilege, honor, and responsibility to be the sponsor of Bill S-233, which we've just... Okay, so this is Kim. This is Kim Pate, I suppose. Uh, ...commenced study of in the Senate Standing Committee on Finance. The Again, giant shoulder... Why do you have linebacker shoulder pads? Do you, are we supposed to confuse you? Again, a psychology trick. This is meant to confuse... Like, my I, my shoulders are actually right there. I am this big. She's not. She's... Uh, th- this is meant to project power and strength as an authority figure. That's why they dress like men when they're not men. It's, it's just bullshit. But anyway... The bill would introduce uh, a framework to develop a guarantee. She's seriously like, look how wide she is. Right now is the fact that we are struggling throughout this country with homelessness. Okay, she's getting even bigger. She has a wingspan of like Dorian Yates. He just keeps coming up tonight. But insecurity, poverty, health, mental. Her shoulders are here. This is her shoulder. You see where my mouse is? This is a solid. This all. Once you see this too, you'll never be able to unsee it. The, the trick is over. What, fa- trace the. Uh, watch my mouse curve. This right here. This whole triangle is just fabric. There's just that's just a giant square shoulder pad on a woman's frame for no reason at all, other than to make her look more powerful and authoritative. Otherwise known as a costume. Mental health issues, and this is one way that we could start to look at these issues. It's not the only way, but it's certainly a key way. That TikTok noise was probably. It really is my loud. privilege, honor, and responsibility to be. It is my unfortunate victim status that I had to sit through that. I know it was thirty seconds, but uh, again, I don't know. Watch her just take that jacket off. She just has giant bowling bowling ball shoulders. <laughs> Whoa, she's actually huge. Never mind. I would respect her a little more. <laughs> I'm like, well. All right, a lot of this stuff we can get to another time. Um, oh, the AI stuff, it doesn't matter. I got that. I got that. Habibi, no! Uh, all right, and this is, uh, yeah, so we're going into this. Is this a war we want to fight? We're not in any shape for it, guys. And it's, I'm not, like, this isn't, this is just the sober truth. Like, we cannot fight a war of this magnitude and win. Not not only will we lose, we will lose like catastrophically bad. 
It's not like, oh, we're going to go at it for a few months and then call it off. Like It's like we're talking the end of Western civilization, the end of like uh, everything you – it's going to be a totally different world. I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out, actually. I'm kind of interested to see what the future is going to be like. It's going to be uh, dominated by the Chinese and the Russians and their economic block and power and their military strength because we are going to be completely uh, too busy trying to survive. We're going to be living like, uh, you know how everybody just kind of ignores how fucked up Africa is and just minds their own business and carries on their own affairs because it's like, what are you fucking, that's, that's what it's going to be like here. You've got the Belt and Road shit, like China's going to be extracting money. Actually, you, you know, if Europe's not completely destroyed, maybe they'll benefit from that. But, uh, you know, that part of the world's doing, uh, is going to be doing quite well with their investments and their, you know, economic positioning and everything. And, and ours, not so much. And uh, one of the things it was like, well, we'll, we'll just we're gonna beat it. We can't even beat them in a war. Who are you gonna draft? The p- troops you do have, this is the United States, and Canada's not any better off. Seventy percent are obese or overweight. The vast, overwhelming majorities are the no- are are the non-combat trades because they don't really have fitness standards and they've just completely given up. Just to be in the army, you used to have to be in shape. To be out of shape in the army in any capacity, in the armed forces in any capacity, was laughable, and it was the mark of a weak country. If you, you know, so say you're tasked with this. This is your job. We're going to send you, it's it's the old days, right? And it's so much more honest and true the way people did things back then because there wasn't this bullshit and trickery and deception you can do with technology and muddy the waters and obfuscate things. It just is what it is. Shit is what it is. Go uh, go over, go on top of this hill and crawl along the ridge line there, and get as close to the enemy camp as you can. And tell me, you know, do a reconnaissance mission. We're gonna go check them out and report back, see what they, how many men they have, what kind of weapons they have. Do they have horses, chariots? Out, like, what do they got? What do they look like? Are they hungry? Are they fit? Are they strong? Like, just go, you know, get a sense of them. Go get it. And that's called. Re- I told that story last time I was on with the Taliban showed up at our. Uh, it's the same thing, same idea. We're just gonna get a. Look at what we're dealing with here, you know, before we before the next fucking stage of events. It's just a smart thing to do. And you show up and here's your enemy, and it's like, oh, most of them are big fat fucks. Most of them. Most of them are fat and uh sloppy and decadent and uh wearing all kinds of rainbow. They're putting on lipstick and they're taking TikToks of their asses and they're fucking Okay. And you're going to crawl back to your guys. There's this conception that, uh, especially in the Western world, like, what's normal here? Well, that's everywhere. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Uh, they're laughing at us, and they know, like, it's this is not this is a bad situation, guys. So 70% of what we have is already obese. The standards basically don't exist. The Canadian military doesn't even have fitness standards anymore. The tests they do have are so fucking easy. Guys, would we would take competitions to see who could get as close to the the time without failing it was i can't remember anymore but it was like 10 minutes or something to do all this shit and it's like realistically if you're an in-shape guy it should take you 2 minutes 2 or 3 minutes to fucking barrel through all of this crap and it's like a laughably ridiculous amount of time it's so easy it's retarded guys would go and take smoke breaks one guy made a sandwich and he sat down and unwrapped his sandwich and started eating a fucking sandwich in the middle of his fitness test and they're like i clock it just, it's over when the clock stops and he's like oh no i got it i'm just going to sit here and I'll get to the sandbags in a minute. Let me eat my sandwich first. That's how hard it is. Oh, they passed a fitness exam. Yeah, I bet they did. I bet they fucking did. That was the one I helped help them design too, and they totally perverted the whole thing because it was too difficult. So they were like, let's just make it insanely easy to the point that no one no one ever fails. Whew. 
Not a whole lot of underweight, but a lot. Whoa, 34%, 28%, totally obese. 50%, 46% overweight. Oh, man. And the thing is, when you have a military that's that, you know, not focused on the right things, the spirit of it is is terrible. <laughs> it's weak. It it tolerates it. This is the spirit of their of their troops. This is what I would say if I come back and we're like, what do you what did you see? That's what the king would ask of you, right? What did you see? Tell me what you saw. Is he gonna want to hear what color the horses are? Does he care of like you know? What, what kind of feathers do they have in their hats? Do they have nice shoes? Are they super bitchin'? Like, do they have lipstick? Like, is there, are they, do they have enough rainbow flag? No, no, no. <laughs> what did you see? I saw victims. Weak people who don't know what suffering is. They will be crushed easily. They have the spirit of a children. They do not take this seriously. The soul, the warriors they have brought are laughable and have put no more time into their craft and profession and the seriousness of this that it demands than a child would a, a drawing it quickly makes and discards. That's what I saw. That's who you're fighting. What they have for weapons and numbers, that's something else we can discuss. But that's that's the spirit of what you're fighting against, people that tolerate that. They look around and say, oh, everyone's obese. This is fine. Do, do you think a really serious, hardcore, professional warfighting agency would even allow, would tolerate any obese people, let alone most of them? And as your, your standards for the excellence of your warriors go down, the likelihood that you'll win a war goes down dramatically. And then your casualty numbers go up. You want the smartest guys, the strongest, smartest. That's the shitty part. The people that you have to fight these wars and send, you literally have to find your best men and send them to die. Or you have no chance because they're sending their best men to kill you. So if they send their best men to kill you and you send fat garbage, how do you think that war is going to go? We're just going to rely entirely on technology, which they've surpassed us. They have missiles that we can't... Def- they have those hypersonic missiles now. They've got... God knows what else, right? And uh, this was an interesting thing I, I uh, read about a long time ago, and I just uh, came across today. I forgot about and this just kind of plays into it. McNamara's morons. You ever hear of this? Listen to this. Uh, well, I have to unmute it first. 60s, the U.S. recruited soldiers who previously fell below military mental or medical standards under Project 100,000. Colloquially known as McNamara's morons after Secretary of Defense Robert McNamara, who started the program to meet increasing manpower demands in the Vietnam War. Project 100,000 sought to provide training and opportunities for the uneducated and impoverished. Over 320,000 soldiers were reportedly recruited, including both voluntary enlistees and draftees that placed in the lower third of the armed forces qualifications test. They faced numerous challenges, as it included men that couldn't speak English, men with low mental ability, physical impairment, any of this sound familiar? Airmen's and those slightly over or underweight. Despite this, they were given the same training as the rest of the military, and thus were held to the same standards. These men experienced death rates three times higher than other Americans in Vietnam. Three times the death rate and at home face lower incomes and higher divorce rates when compared to non-veteran peers. 
because the trauma and the skill, the the depths of what you're going to have to deal with, also requires a significant amount of strength and discipline and mental courage and intelligence to. And if you don't have it, it'll fucking eat you up, dude. You can't be sending. It's a me. You, you ever see you know the war movies in Vietnam and they've got like these really dumb like like hood guys. It was like it was this a jail. You know what I mean? That's what that was. It was like normally you would not be suitable for our military, but we're going to throw you into a meat grinder that you're definitely going to die in because you're, you know, don't meet the standards at all, but we're just going to throw people away. So that's our plan, is it? We're just going to press on with whatever we got and see what happens. What are we going to have this time? Biden's built back better geniuses. <laughs> who are you going to, uh, who are you going to conscript? Oh, and by the way, the home front, again, you're not just fighting uh, an, a military or a group of guys on a field, and maybe in that battle you are, in that particular tactical situation you are, but strategically, at the at the highest level, your people are fighting their people, and our people are fucking broke and dying. Are you guys up for a fucking war right now? How do you feel about going through the hardest thing you've ever done in your life? Oh, you thought COVID was bad? How do you like food rations? How do you like internet being disconnected? How do you like military checkpoints and, you know, vouchers for groceries? How do you like $5 gas? How do you like gas shortages? How does all this fucking sound? If it sounds good, then you go ahead and you just Slava Ukraine and you Slava Israel and chosen people and Zio Jesus and we have to defend the magic dirt. You go ahead and do it. If that sounds like a future you want, you go right ahead and do that. That sounds uh, maybe something you don't want to do. You should probably start making your voice heard because the people running this country are running us all directly to our deaths. They're going to destroy this fucking place, whatever's left of it. Because you understand that to fight these wars is going to cost a lot of money. And where does the money come from? Well, the money comes from the treasury, except we don't have any money in the treasury. So we're going to have to borrow money from the treasury. We're going to borrow it from the federal, you know, or the federal reserve in America they do. We're going to borrow it from the international bankers and their central banks and their fiat Ponzi schemes. And we're going to borrow it against you and our labor and our people, our tax base. And we service this loan. We pay for this money that we borrowed by raising taxes on you and making you work longer for less to pay the debts that we owe these fucking people. Does this sound like a good idea? The latest consumer debt index says that 51% of Canadians are $200 away or less from not being able to meet their bills while the amount of money the average person has left over after expenses has dropped to $670 this quarter. I know a lot of people that don't even have that. They're literally going dollar to dollar. And it's been like this for a while. People are trying to stay ahead of this, but it's like people have been living on the cusp of losing everything for a while. And uh, the Bank of Canada, or Bloomberg, through someone said it's about uh, 20% of uh, homeowners are looking at foreclosure by first quarter next year. So. 20% of respondents said their financial situation is much worse. 25% said their debt was worse now than five years ago. Well, yeah, they've destroyed the place. 16% said they believe their debt will be even worse five years from now. Can, uh, Canadian credit card balances hit an all-time high of $107 billion. All of our credit cards combined, we owe $107 billion, guys. Total consumer debt hit $2.4 according to Equifax. 
28% of respondents said that a 1% rate increase weakened their ability to pay bills last quarter. Well, it's gone up. What are we up? 5% now? 37% said they would not be able to afford an additional $130 more in interest payments on their de- So, you know, wars are very expensive. You need two things to fight a war and win. You need a very strong, you know, warrior class, and you need a lot of money and a lot of political and will and the will of the people to fight and win that war. We don't have any of those things. And you want to fight a massive war against the most biggest, dangerous, and most powerful enemies that we have on, on Earth. That's your, plan. That's your plan. I see. Well, I'm, the, I'm not playing. I'm not participating. <laughs> All right. I highly suggest that many of you make arrangements to do the same. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more of these chats, and then we'll get to get that out of here earlier. We gotta get out of here because it's late and I'm hungry, and I gotta get up in four hours and drive all day. Um, bad grandpa says the Saskatchewan border, the plan. Oh, is that what you mean? The Blad, the Blad. You would need a lot, a lot, a massive wall, a ton of you know more money than we have. Uh, Richard Payne says Roosterberg bravely stood up for Walmart during life. Yeah, they did. She made sure Walmart was able to keep making money. That's right. While saying sweet fuck all about small businesses until the truckers fired up. Yeah, and even then, they waited until after. They went, they went to see which way the wind was blowing nationally with the trucker convoy. If it was going to be a good decision to support it or not. Because like I said, these people don't believe in any real things. He's not a real person. He's not an actual leader. He's not a pop. He's a politician. It's all about the numbers. It's all about which way the wind's blowing. And if tomorrow it became overwhelmingly popular that, hey, we need to start having sex with 10-year-olds, then guess what? The conservative position of Canada is going to be, let's have sex with 10-year-olds because that's what most of the people want to do that's who they are that's what they'll always be cam says this is the equivalent of i know you are but what am i <laughs> and what's the difference between iron man and iron women one's a superhero the other's a command oh jesus iron woman Jeez. i like ironing my shirts scarecrow says it looks like millhouse has turned into Vinny Barbarino from welcome back car <laughs> yeah he's really trying to he's trying hard to look cool and just not able to pull it off because he isn't, you know, you can't fake, you know, a personality. You can't fake a character. You have to be earn one, and he refuses. He's just going to be like this forever. Uh, Jen Steen says, bless you, sir. Thank you, man. And Jacob says, I've heard stories of the OG Ed Gain-looking machines of Canada. Damn, dude, this is not – I'm actually lost for words. This is fucked. They're so dumb and communist. I know, man. It's brutal. At least we got uh, you and Morgan, <laughs> Sarah Connor, and Kyle Reese as allies. Well, that means that means we have to make John Connor. I don't want to do that either. It's too late. I don't want to be Kyle Reese. He dies before the fucking... Damn it. He has the worst go. He does get laid before he dies, I guess. But he has these old... The grossest part of that movie was when he put on the homeless guy's sweatpants and he never took them off. I'm like, bro, I can't. I can't wear a fucking homeless man's dirty stained sweatpants. No underwear either. He had no underwear. He just put on these fucking old... And he's like sitting in cars. And all I can think of is like, man, this guy is wearing that dirty, gross, homeless fucking dudes. All the time. Every time I watched the movie, even when I was a kid, I had that reaction. I was like, the first time I saw it in the movie, I was like 10. I was way too young. I shouldn't have. And he's just pulling them up. And, you know, the police are like, hey, you. And he's in the alley. And he's just running with the sweatpants on. And I'm just like, ugh. You know? Now he's sweating into this old homeless guy's sweaty old homeless pants. Ah! 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 I can't. 
don't know why we're talking about this because he brought up Kyle Reese. That's right. Jenstein says, I work for Lockheed Martin. Any DAGs need help? Reach out. You work for the weapons companies? We need you to steal blueprints. That's, you know, that's what we need you to do. Lockheed Martin's a big company. They're probably doing a lot over there. Uh, Netanyahu says, you hear about the two peanuts walking through the park at night? One was assaulted. We're doing dad jokes now. Uh, Patton says, fuck these demons. Thanks for being a hero to us all. I'm definitely not. I'm just a, a loud asshole, but I can't help myself. It's like, I have to. I, I feel compelled to do, I can't, I can't be this at odds spiritually with something and not say something like it's, it borders on, or I would qualify it as like a religious exemption. Like I have to. Why don't you just shut up about all the horrible things you see happening? I, I can't because I... What do you mean? How how do you not? Uh, Shoddy Dan says, whatever it is, kind of sounds like the budget will balance itself. Canada's... Oh, yeah, it is. There's nobody, there's nobody smarter around the corner that's about to take over and fix things. Like, it's just one, rain, one you know, group of free-range stupid morons and, you know, rolling right into the next. So <laughs> we're in trouble with that. All right, we got all that. We all caught up. All right, good. What was I saying about all this? Something about the military. You don't want to fight them and all of that. So, all right, we all we all good. Let's get out of here. Oh, we got one last one. Jacob says Kyle Reese was a badass. Leave that fuck alone. I know he was. He was awesome. Just those pants, man. I can't. He taught Sarah how to make pipe bombs. He was a vet. You are Kyle Reese. Piss pants. Don't even go there. <laughs> No, it's not even the piss is one thing. It's like he, dude, he probably shit himself in that. Did you see those pants? I'm really, I mean, no, I almost Googled it. I'm like, I'll bring it up right now. I'll find that fucking scene. I'll make you look at those homeless, dirty piss pants, and you'll be like, God, you'll never, you'll never feel the same about. It. Like, what did he smell like? And he, they didn't get to that hotel, that motel, until later, later in the movie. So that guy probably smelled like motherfucker. Could you imagine? He's probably shouldn't gag in the car with him. Like, dude, he's like, when have you had a shower? And he's like, what's that? I've never had one of those. Like, oh, God. You know, he grew up in a rat pile eating. Anyway. Maybe time travel makes you smell good. Maybe maybe it burned off. He's like, I actually smell great for the first time in my life. He feels like he just got out of the shower. <laughs> I know he was trying to survive. It's fine. All right. So, you know. More of the same, more of the usual. Uh, again, like I said, I'm going to be in court all day tomorrow, and I got to drive, and blah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens if I'm back Wednesday or not. But uh, I got to get up early. But in the meantime, hopefully, uh, hopefully, they don't get me for something else. You can't say that. You're not allowed to say these things. You're not allowed to say certain things. There's certain there's certain aspects and there's certain points in the fence in the Raptor fence that you're not allowed to touch. You're not allowed to criticize. You're not allowed to ask questions just innocently, like I was doing. For you, I was like, I honestly don't know, and I'm just asking. I'm trying to understand what the hell is going on, and rather than be told um, what was going on, and rather than be helped and you know taught and you know mentored, I was attacked and slandered and threatened, which made me understand that oh, so you're not friends. Don't do this. This is not a, the a- actions of your allies or your friends or your people or your own kind. This is an enemy behavior. This is a defensive, actually really an offensive behavior. Then you realize you're kind of in a fight. And then you realize that, uh, oh, there's certain things that if you go near them, you get attacked for that. Why is that? Well, that's because somebody's defending it. And why would somebody be defending That suggests there's a someone that is defending it. 
could be anything. Could be could be a rival business in the business world. Could be all kinds of different things. But, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, people want to talk about, you know, where the real power in the especially the western world lies. Well, I could make a lot of money and I could do a lot of things shooting off about a lot of different, you know, groups and people and stuff. But there is one, one part that if you dare say anything, expect trouble. What does that suggest? I'm just, I'm just asking. And all over the world, by the way, not just here, anywhere. Their name to Octostein. It's a picture of the of the little plushy Octostein. I knew it'd be that psycho. I knew it'd be that things to work on and uh, I'm not going to get any of it done sitting here so that's it. Oh, fuck, I, Phil, I fucking hate it when you do this.
No, I don't like being teleported. It's not, I can't fucking see anything. Why, why? It smells weird in here. Where, is there something I can sit on? What are you doing to me this time? It smells gross and all, uh, what is this? What is that? Oh, for fuck's sakes. Well, it makes sense, you would, yeah. We're not, no, we not be drinking tonight. Well, to be honest, after being teleported this many times, the shock of finding out that zombie Vladimir Lenin is a drinking buddy of yours, isn't that really... Why, why even? He tells the best stories? Well, I guess I'll be the DD then. Can you, can we spray something? He smells awful. What do you mean you don't, yeah, yeah, what is that? He's been dead for a hundred years, Phil. That might have something to do with it. Zombie Lennon, thanks.